Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast with our weekly manga show. I believe it's episode four, and I'm here with my man, Luke Hollywood. What up, Luke? What up, Jim? Who's counting? Luke is counting, is what I hear. They're in Leak Slip, (laughs) Ireland. There you go. Hey, we're counting on you coming through with some information tonight is what I'm counting on. But if you want to follow us, you can go to the local Leak Slip Rec Center. Find Luke. They're shooting hoops. Maybe, maybe playing badminton. I think he's inspired after this week. You could also go over to Twitter (laughs) at Weird Manga and follow us there. And if you follow us, we'll follow you back 100%. Where we can talk all about things, including our love of the Witch Watches. Uh, Witch Watch is is poised to maybe be two weeks in a row. My book of the week, which is shocking because I don't really hear anybody talking about it down at the malt shop. And I I keep telling them, but they're not listening. No, not at the rec center either. But you could also go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science manga, where you can get up to 14 shows, early access of our Manga Monday show, get early access to Luke's show. And this show actually should come out about a day or at least the earlier in the day. If we get our lightning rounds done on time. That's the big thing. We have to get our lightning (laughs) rounds, which will continue. I got a couple compliments of that. Now, you could also email us in at weirdsciencemanga at gmail.com. All of these links will be in the show notes. By the way, we do have an email this week, but we're going to save that for the Manga Monday that I believe is going to be hot off the presses with Medalist coming up. So I think that we'll save it for there because we are trying to fine-tune this heel podcast mm. and the mail is from stork and he asked us for lists and things like that that oh we goodness. could legitimately go a long time with and we probably will but we're here to talk about the weekly books weekly chapters most that came out this past sunday and i promised that i would get up to speed and caught up with undead unluck and i did it took me oh. a bit i told you at one point i was getting a little burned out Uh-oh. And, and that's just the idea of anything like that if you're going to read 64 chapters just bike. sitting there it, it mm. is sometimes a thing that causes trouble i am glad to and proud to announce that i did catch up and this this chapter is one of my favorite it's a good one to catch up on it is it's a very good one and a good one for us to jump into not really a new user friendly but if you are reading undead unluck it was a pretty cool chapter indeed Mm -hmm. which we'll start with here and it is undead unluck chapter 64 what is it called luke as it stands i am Yes, as it stands, I am. And (laughs) what we end up having is one of my favorite characters in the book, Shen. He ended up pretty much sacrificing himself with Undead. He's feeling a little holy today, isn't he? Yes, he is. A big hole right (laughs) through there. And it was to save his gal, Moy, and also Fuko. But he's got a big, giant hole in in his torso and that is a problem and you end up having a really good feels chapter here Mm. because we have been hearing and even the last couple chapters a lot of stuff about his sister his sister who he tried to teach how to do kung fu's but this kind of unlocked the idea that his master master feng who's bad to the bone a real piece of crap he ends up seeing this and that causes him to and i mean shen to end up killing his sister. And this is something that he can never forgive himself with, but he does seem, and even before it's even mentioned by Feng, because that's who they're fighting in Mm. this, 
didn't you get the idea of like, okay, my, this seems like she's a replacement. Like they even in the flashbacks, it's kind of, and like sometimes with the, like I like the art in Undead Unlocked, but I sometimes the art can throw you off a little. And even in the flashbacks, I was like, is, this- is that her? <laughs> I'm with you. I actually thought you know? that at one point uh, he ended up saving May, his sister, mm-hmm. and was disguising her. I'm like, you got to change the name a little more oh there, Shen. But with all of this, this you know, this chapter is about Shen. And it does a really good job of he's dying. I mean, he's got a big hole in the steel. And Moy says, I have some restoration potions. I have some things. I brought them with me. Uh, I'll give it. And he's like, ah, those have to be digested. I don't have the stomach for it, right? The (laughs) stomach for it. And so he he doesn't know what to do. He's going to die. Moy is very upset. Then he realizes that the prayer beads that Feng has, you end up having these kind of ghost zombies that come out, the Jiangxi. Jiangxi. Yeah, that when you end up dying, you can go into those. And then when you come out, you're controlled by the person who has the beads, whatnot. Mm-hmm. He just comes up with a plan. You're going to kill me. First, you you know, you get un- undead and get Fuko to go get these beads. Bring them over here. You kill me. I'll go in the beads. Then you get me out. Yeah, I'll be a Jiangxi, but at least I'll be alive. And almost at, you know, Beck and call of Moy. Mm. You know, this is the whole deal. And, and it sh- makes sense because all this time he's been trying to protect her. We saw that yeah. last chapter, yeah. you know, with that big punch. So this makes sense that he's going to be able to protect her forever now. Yes. Oh my goodness. And one of the things that you get in this too is his unpower needs to have somebody to focus on to love, protect, mm. whatnot. And he admits it that Moy, he has fallen in love with her, even if it's not. Full out romantic, it is definitely a family type deal. It's like platonic, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know. I think it could go a little better oh, than really? that, maybe. But oh. he ended up when he saw her, you know, he saw himself and his sister in this, and mm-hmm, that's why he mm-hmm. ended up protecting her. But you do get like a, a kind of the the lovebird falling in love montage, making the dumplings and making the dumplings <laughs> and stuff. And boy, he is stacked when oh, he's got that, right. I mean, he's huge. But this just all comes down to the idea that I want you to kill me. I mean, at the one point, please kill me. Uh, I want you to kill me, and then I'll come back and we'll deal with it. She's upset because she doesn't know, and they don't know. What does a Jeng Shi really do? You come back mm. as a zombie. What What's going to be the deal? Now, with all of this, you know, you have Master Fang, who seems to be just the guy who he wants to create the ultimate kung fu master. And it went well with Shen. Not for his sister, but the oh. idea that he needed this, you know, he it's needed like the, the troubles the and the pain. Yeah, the only way that you're going to be inspired to be the best is by pain and loss. Mm. Now, you know, Fang's like, I think we should do this again. Plus, I think Undead would really benefit by this. This is why he's trying to kill Fuko and Moy. So mm. all that going on, and he is kind of throwing shade. At Shen, like, oh, that's just a replacement for your sister. That's nonsense. It's all that. But one of the best panels, I thought, or at least progression in this, is that you get Fuko. She ends up having the beads. She throws them to Moyo, goes, and then ends up stabbing Shen right through the heart, it looks like, while she's crying. That's what I really like. But while she stabs him, she ends up smiling, but still tears. And it's just like, I'll live you to my dying day. All that, there's a big explosion, and then we do get 
the Jiangxi version of Shen. Looks Whoa. cool as all get. I really like the, the way he looks so to cool. come. Yeah, and basically, all I did was die and come back to life, but I'm positive as it stands now, I'm the strongest I've ever been. So this is the idea that we might be able to tie up a lot of Shen stuff here. He yeah. wanted to be the strongest that he of all time. He wanted to defeat Fang. Also, he ends up having Moi, who is a replacement for his sister, but we mm. see that he does. It's not just that. Right. He has fallen for at least, you know, to protect her. And I still even like it where you do have my there holding those beads, still crying. I don't think there's a pile of where she's not crying. No, I mean, she is so <laughs> upset. But oh, I love the, the progression works. of this, especially since I ended up marathoning it. The oh, idea that at points you even did have Shen not treat her bad. He never treated her bad, but mm. he almost treated her as a bit of a nuisance at some points where she would show up and he's like, don't you have training to do? Like he really wanted to train her. And when you find out all the stuff about his sister, I don't know. At first I thought, well, Shen was making her train because he wanted, you know, he wanted to replace his sister. And, and mm. then I thought, no, no, no. I think he's just afraid of losing someone and he needs to make her stronger and things. But she, she's pretty much been a gem. The whole time, but mostly in the background, this puts her right in the forefront. Also, in my mind, if you're going with this Zhang Shi, she's going to have to go on all the missions, whether or not, you know, these missions that Mm. they're doing right now. Remember, it's open house. Anybody can go. You don't have to have the undeal. Everybody's Mm. there. I think that she's now with him all the time because she she has the keys. Yeah, she has the power, right? Yeah, Yeah. that's the deal. You know, you end up having Shen as her Zhang Shi. So I think that that ends up, you know, putting him in the. You know, they have to go out together, which I do like very well with uh, Fuku as well. I think like this, this like little quartet with with Andy and Shen, like these, these these are all good together. I think. And even going into this, you even have, you know, on the bad side, the under, you have Rip, who at one point, because he has his gal as well, Mm -hmm. and they keep begging him, please join us. We could be so good. And he's, no, 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 because if you remember, he wants to go back in time to change. Like, everybody has their motivations that are cool, whatever. When you get full out in powers and the rules, I know that it's the basis of it. Some of it goes right over my head. It really does. I'm it's here. I'm here for like, the feels. Yeah, when, the you, when you focus on the characters and the feels, that's great. Because even sometimes the art throws me off a little. The powers, as wacky and as crazy as they are, they can like you have to be really zoned in. Zoned you, in. I think oh you got to be goodness. an Einstein. I, I get on my abacus. I'm trying <laughs> to work the powers, and uh, when you have the singular powers, mm. you know you have undead out there doing his undead That's powers, or, or you have unrepair. Like some of them are easy, some of them not so much. I mean, some of them have so many rules that oh, like it has to be in, yeah, yeah, injustice. Oh, or, like, it's got to like, be in your area of view, and yet like yeah. all the. But when they start combining, when you end up, and it's usually. Oh. You know, undead saying, listen, this is what we're going to do. We're going to use your unjustice with your unrepair. Then I'm going to go down with my undead. And that's going to, I'm like, I'm not getting it, but it looks cool. (laughs) I mean, there are a lot of times I'm like, all right, I'll have to go with it. 
but it's the characters. And mm. once you get past that beginning where Undead is just there, I'm going to bang you, uh, then it gets better. I like oh. when it's then I'm going to woo you. I'm going to, you know, that I but don't that mind. But relationship does get better. Like, considering how, like, she shaky. admitted she loved him. Oh. In the past. So, yeah, it did start out real shaky. And mm. uh, I do like it. And also, it it's evolved to get more of the characters involved, at least this oh, yeah. arc, especially because. I kind of was getting sick of just fight, 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 shoot your fingers, shoot the head. But then, okay, I got to get a lot of unlock. Boom, you're done. Mm. And, and it was almost going in a the weird little formula. formula and it yeah. was kind of getting a little old at points. But what this does as a whole deal, not my favorite book that we, we do. I'll admit mm-hmm. that it's one one of my least favorite of the main ones that we oh do. My I still like it, though. But the the idea of just, you know. Getting the characters, and once those pop up, they do it at a good time to keep me in. Like, okay, mm-hmm. now we're going to get Shen, and then we'll go up. You know, the whole deal of what's going on in the meantime, heading to Ragnarok. Uh, and, you know, it's not exactly <laughs> my favorite thing, but this I did like. Yeah. And uh, because of that, I'm going 8 5. I actually oh. really did like, because I like Shen. He's one of my favorite characters in the book, mm-hmm. him and Rip. So I really did like, and I thought it played out very well, and something that could have been as convoluted as some of the stuff we got in this it wasn't it really mm. was spelled out nice it had some tension to it but also feels so uh and the art looked great so i'm in with mm. that but what would you give it yeah like the art especially those last we had like three double page spreads to, to wrap it up with you and the double page spreads are always good in this book so um, i liked it a little bit more than you actually i'm surprised holy uh, moly I, I thought I, I thought you were like saying that you were like, oh my god, like you actually didn't like it, but no. so you like it more than an eight five. You going I, nine? Is I could go going? nine. I could go like, nine. You're just trying I, to make me look negative. You oh are. Oh my goodness! I oh like my. Undead. Like I usually read Undead Unlock. That's the last thing I read uh, because I like. I know it'll always be solid. You know, so I like. I if you end up with Marshall at the end, then you're just going to be disappointed. You know. <laughs> That's true for but, you. You know? Oh, shit. Or like a hard-boiled common dolphin? No thanks. Oh, jeez. With that, again, I like Mashal more than a Dead on Luck. It's oh. just kind of a personal deal. Wow. Uh, and I'll tell you, uh, the getting caught up to Mashal, which is only one chapter behind. They, they have, you know, mm-hmm. 63 for Mashal, which we'll do next. Uh, I It was a breeze for me to catch up. I mean, half, half the issues and chapters of that is just something happening. Mash shrugging his shoulders and away we go. I mean, it, it really <laughs> made me laugh, though. But we will go to that. We will go to the next deal, which is Mashal Chapter 63. What is that called, Luke? Mash Burned Dead and the Tall Tower. Yes, yes. He plays a little what I would like to say Jenga. Jenga. But they do end up spelling it out. But basically, you end up having all this stuff going on with what we laughed about as saying innocent zero, the quote unquote father who seems to be the Voldemort, oh. you know, battling against Wahlberg, who is the Dumbledore. And luckily everybody is unfrozen. You even said that to me mm. before we started. They take their fight up into the clouds, right? They're like, we're we're gonna head up in the clouds. We're gonna do our fight where it's, it's not like gonna boss hurt anybody. Level up in the clouds, and then ground floor, you got to deal with all these like zombie mooks. Oh yeah, out. yeah, and, and the mooks that are attacking, and what you end up having is Wahlberg say hey, everybody and says, I'll explain some stuff later, all that, but you got to protect the other students, and he specifically has, you know, these. 
five students mm. I- involved here. And it's Dot. It's obviously Mash. You have Lance. You also have Marguerite. And you have Caldo, the flame cane divine visionary who I oh. always like seeing. Uh, but I'll tell you, the idea of Marguerite jumping in with them, I actually really liked. And we get something in this that I thought was pretty cool. And you said before we recorded the idea of seeing them working together against a common foe and not just trying to get coins or not doing Mm. this. And it was pretty cool. It's very quick. But I do like seeing, say, you know, Dot and Lance using their powers at the same time to protect the students when they, you know, the graviole and the X plum. I thought that they were going to combine them a little more to see, let's see some, you know, double power-ups and things like that. Yeah, that would be. But even with all that going on, you do get a couple little things. When you end up having, you know, the father and Wahlberg, they go up, Voldemort and Dumbledore, they go up to fight. All of a sudden, this crazy spiky tower rises up and it has just this giant spike ball. In the air that if something happens That can fall and kill everyone It seems like it's made to look just A little bit bigger than the stadium They're in so if it falls it'll destroy Everything Oh, uh, But with that you end up Having you know Marguerite Say oh my god we gotta do this And I think that MASH is gonna go After him hey how do you know that Women's intuition and they're like I didn't know You were a woman so that actually solves that oh, But geez. you do get this Bad guy who is Cell War, who ends up having, you know, a double mark that looks just like Mash's and also oh. has a bowl cut like Mash's. Oh. They go to the same barber. They oh, do. my goodness. But with that, what's going to happen? How are they going to take this down? How is Mash? Because Mash goes off to fight this person. Mm. But how is he going to get to the top of this tower? Will you tell him, Luke? Because at first, I thought he was being attacked. I really did. I thought that something came oh, out, but that's not the, the case. Is it the, is it the it's page? It's that where, first page yeah. where it, it's you the You can't the really leg. tell that's his leg. Yeah, it's you? his leg, right? And and I thought, oh, my God, he just got hit with a spike. But he didn't because what does he do? He's doing the hitting because he goes clack, whomp, clack, and there you go. It's just – it's the Jengis or as, as Dot says – the Daruma drop, which I think is just like Japanese Jenga. Yeah, that seems to be like, I think that it's a cooler thing because you sent me a video and I watched. So you have this tower with pieces, with blocks, Mm. and you have to hit the block so quick that the others have to fall down. It's not like you pull it out, but you have that hammer that you got to hit it so quick. It's almost like doing the trick where you have a made table and you pull out the the sheet, right? And all the glasses still stay there. And all the glasses stay there. It's kind of like that, but with the level. So he is doing that. And again, in this, you will constantly have, oh, no. Mash has to do that, but he doesn't have magic. And then he'll yell, tricep magic, and he'll hit something. Is that magic? Well, wow, I wow. like this that he doesn't have to explain. He can't climb this. He can't fly. He gets, so he just starts beating the crap out of this tower level by level so that it comes down to his level where Ooh. he can end up fighting Cell War. And and it's very quick. Like I said, we're we're pretty much done here. But the funniest mm. thing is the Cell War, who looks crazy, right? Looks almost like he would be like a, a Roman emperor, but with, you know, a crown of thorns. Oh. There's a lot of crazy oh. look. And so it's not a look that you would you would forget about, I think. No. Mash has fought this guy about <laughs> in this. So yeah, oh, we meet again, Mash Burn Dead. Mash ends up just like Huh? And this is why I love Mash. He is oblivious. He's like me and you. He is. Oh, he starts thinking as 
you know, you end up having somewhere like destroying my tower did nothing. You must defeat. And what this book does as the gag all the time, especially with MASH, his attention span is terrible. So he'll always interrupt people. They'll be in the middle. And this is trash talk. And he just, boom, right in the middle. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's been a while. He's going back to the page before of we meet again. And he goes, uh, didn't we sit next to each other at the entrance ceremony? And what is going to get you more angry? And where it's played out really well when you end up having the cell war. Thinking back to the fights, you actually see, see the, flashback the flashback titles. right there. Half yeah. of his head is this flashback where they're fighting. And, oh, we meet again. Yeah, Nash doesn't remember. He has no clue. Do you think, like, I didn't think it was Shane. I thought it was him, like, trying to, because obviously, I think you that know, he just doesn't remember. He never does. I, I think he's trying to be nice, because obviously this guy's making a big song and dance about it. I think so yeah, he doesn't I agree want to with let you. Down. You know what the best is? It is like meeting somebody when you go out one and like, oh, man. Hey, Luke, what's going on? I haven't oh. seen you in a while. And you're like, who the hell is this person? Oh, no. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, imagine, oh, yeah, yeah. I think that he's just thinking where there's a bunch of people that were around him at the ceremony. <laughs> so there's might be a chance it was one of them. No, no. This guy's a villain. This guy's part of the bad guys, and they're oh. smashed. Yeah, they were sent in the ceremony. Even he ended up having chameleon-like powers at one point oh. earlier. And we just see how ticked off this guy is. Yeah, I mean, that's a good way to wrap it up. What? Like, he's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. But yeah, that's it. That's the chapter. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very typical of a, you know, a martial chapter, mm. except that I like seeing the kids all join together. To fight this big bad. Yeah, that I was like a that. big improvement for me. Yeah, because at points, even catching up with this, I said it was a quick catch up, but you started again seeing this formula, the whole thing. It was pretty much Harry Potter, as we always laugh at, but oh, Harry yes. Potter with just the house cup as being the only thing going on. <laughs> it really was. It was just, and MASH being oblivious and still getting all his coins. Mm. Uh, but yeah, the, the crap hit the fan last week, and now oh. that continues on, but you get to see. You know, some team-ups and stuff, and I thought it was cool. So because of that, still can't go really crazy. Yeah, Yeah, I think I'm going to go 7.8 because it's so quick. Not a ton happens, but I did like what that, and it made me laugh at the end. But what Mm. would you give it? I can go 7.5, and it made me laugh. And I think as well, you know what else works? Because usually when we get the mash doing, like, the muscle stuff, like, usually it like that's part of the gag, but it actually made sense here, you know, to do that That's what I said. I was glad they didn't yell you know, calf power, yeah. calf power like that. It actually seemed like, OK, that's the gag. This isn't the gag. This is. And I even like the concept of you have this big, bad magic user doubles, you know, double strike. Oh, uh, and he literally knocks them down to his level, like yeah. so that he can fight them. And yeah, I do like that. And then ends up really throwing them off. And a lot of times that. That deal with with Mash being oblivious, it does throw the people off, too, Mm. because it's different. It's not what they're expecting. And I think that that's pretty cool. But you're going 7.5. 7.5. Yeah, I'm just a little bit more because I do like the book a little more than you. But we'll finish this first section up with a chapter that me and you really did like. It's Kaiju number eight. And it is what chapter? It's chapter 34. Do they have a name for this? No, no, I didn't think 34. that they did. Yeah, I didn't think they ended up. And, and with that, you do end up with it. Episode thirty-four. Oh, uh, I, did I do like the, the I do like the cover though. The chains. Yeah, yeah, it looks cool. real cool. And that mm. says, 
He who looks different, captured, and still feared. And we do get that. At one point, you think that we're going to get along the lines of, oh, they're going to go, you know, oh, my God, you end up having the director general. He's going to go and he's going to free, you know, that. No, no, oh. he, he's pretty bad. But right. He's doing uh, some bad medical he decisions. He does some weird medical things. Oh, uh, no. You don't collect blood with your fist. I, I, that's just oh, me. If you're a doctor, is. I don't think he went to medical school. That, that's just oh. me. I have a feeling. That he didn't, but you, you start out with a bunch of, you know, the guys and gals uh, of the team mm. not understanding what's going on, pissed off a little. Uh, and you do have Hothead Furuhashi, who, in my mind, he always looks too much like Ichikawa. He just ends up having a little pompadour in the front. <laughs> and and at the beginning, going and reading it, that it, I couldn't, I kept getting confused. Now you oh, don't. Geez. He's just... He's a hothead. He's always yelling. He has that crazy, crazy rivalry with Ichikawa that Ichikawa doesn't seem to really go with. Is it a one-sided rivalry? Yeah, it's a one-sided <laughs> deal. But they're like, oh, man, I can't believe that old man was kaiju number eight. I, I don't know what's going on, whatnot. And they find out what's going on. Mina calls them down to the office and says, we're, we're being disbanded. We're, we're going to end up being, re, you know, repositioned. They're going to end up sending all you guys places. It's only temporary, she says, but it makes sense. Now, with that, you, I'm still waiting for Ichikawa to have to, you know, pretty much nobody should know. But Ichikawa, they should get the idea that he should have known, you know, mm. that Kafka was the kaiju. But they're kind of just letting that run because you even that he that, would get like interrogated or something. Yeah, right? yeah, really. And uh, Shinamaya, Shinamaya knows it as well, but she, you wouldn't connect that. Remember, she mm. knows she just said she'll keep it to herself. But, you know, they ended up showing up in the division together, Ichikawa and Kafka. They're best, they, they're their best buddies. And so you would think they'd at least talk. And, I mean, quite frankly, if this is war, you know, and this thing's about the kaiju, I think Mina mm. would even be a little bit suspect just because they oh, grew so up together, right? Oh. And so you don't get that. We did find out before Mina went and told them that Kafka saved them all. I mean, everybody mm. keeps saying this. Everybody seems to love Kafka. This seems to be the thing that they're counting on, that he won't end up getting killed and used as spare weapons and things like that. But, yeah, they're going to, you know, transfer all the people around and they're going to do it because their base is destroyed, one thing, and they're afraid there's going to be a run. Like we had Kaiju number eight, nine, and 10. Now they're starting to think that this is going to end up being a huge thing. We might get bigger, hit bigger. with 11 through 20 at once. We got to be ready. We got to train. And she even says, like, everybody's going to be put together. We're not going to do this nonsense of this division gets the better of that. And this, they're all going to be thrown together. So everybody gets all the training mm. and okay, that's fine. Right. Do you care really about this? I mean, I'm going in. No. I want to know what's happening to Kafka. And <laughs> uh, this is like pages and pages. Yeah. As well. It goes I'm on like, a little too long. It let's does. Get going. I like this chapter, but this setup, I think that the big thing is just to give you that wink, wink, that, we're probably going to get hit by a bunch of kaiju at once. Mm. I thought it Settle. picked up, though, when you go off to the Defense Force headquarters and oh. you end up seeing Director General Shinomaya because oh we goodness. have to be reminded that, you know, our gal 
is her dad. And even then, I like where you have a bunch of the guys sitting around like, hey, I'm never going to be a big as, as good as Shinamaya. Because remember, she was like the cream of the crop. Oh, she had like the top percentage, didn't she? She was Yeah, she good. was the best. And yeah. the worst, though, is when she shows up to talk to her dad, all he wants to center on is how awful she's done. And oh, pretty no. much when she goes and he uses a regular name, Kikoru. Says, hey, uh, what's going on? Why'd you come and see me? Well, I just want to tell you that Kafka, you know, he shouldn't be executed. He ended up saving me, ended up doing this. And I like, I don't like it because I think Shinamaya is a gem as well. But when you end up having her dad say, him saving you is because you messed up. Like, you shouldn't have been in that position for him to save oh. you. Those were your mistakes. And you're a fool. He is so mean. She's upset. And says, I already got the report. You seem like an idiot coming down here, whatnot. And says, did you come here just to talk about your stupid blunder? I'm like, how dare you? How dare you? But, yeah. Uh, and you go from here because you see that there's no way Kafka is going to ever, I think, be able to explain things. Because even when he's like, well, that looks like it's his heart. But that's just a disguise with those stinking kaiju. you. This guy, this director general, he's like looking at the facts. Like everybody's coming at him saying how great Kafka is, saved my life, and all this. But this this general director Shinema, he's like, no way. Look, look at the X-rays. This guy hasn't got a human heart. But it's that's weird. Like he says core. that. I think that you're gonna do this whole deal with that as you know. Oh, if you if you float. You're a witch and we kill you. If you oh, sink, geez. you aren't a witch, but you're dead. Because I think that anything, if they're like, no, 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 look, that is a heart. No, no, they're tricky. Them kaiju, <laughs> that's just the core. He's pretending. He can't win. And he just, I think anything that pops up, he's just going to say, no, no, yeah. no, that's just that pretending. There are some cool moments, though, in this because you end up then with the director general goes down to talk to Kafka. Kafka's saying, I'm trying to figure out how I can pretend that, you know, not pretend, but prove that I'm more human. Everybody mm. believes him, but the general director, the director general, and he comes down, and one of the cool things where he's like, okay, and he comes down with his gas mask crew and, you squad. know, the squad, and he's like, okay, take the restraints off of Kaiju number eight. And they're like, oh my god, you can't do that, you know, director, and he's like, really? If, if he is a Kaiju, he could have just ripped these off, so he is actually restraining himself, and I thought that was the cue. All oh. right, he sees. He sees what's going oh, on. The real but it's, but it's not. And he oh. end up even having, you know, his daughter, Shinamaya, out there watching as this goes on. And you have the deal, and it's pretty quick and bad, badass. And he gets because, the crazy eyes. Oh, you see that? he gets the real crazy <laughs> eyes. I oh, mean, no. really. And basically, it's like, all right. And this is where I think it's the, the witch thing as well. He oh, ends yeah. up pulling the gun and shooting Kafka and basically says, you know, what, what happened if all of a sudden he was now we saw he was a kaiju, but what happened if he wasn't quite and he died then? Oh, then, no. then the director would say, well, my mistake. Let's Oopsie, go. Dumpsie. Easy peasy. But because these bullets don't kill him, he says, no human is able to do that. So oh, because geez. that happened, then you're not human. You're a kaiju. You jerk as he's gripping him and, and grabbing blood. Off of him into his hand and then squeezes his hand to put the blood in the test tube. I think that might be tainted, right? Oh, no. and, and I think the funniest thing, he does have 
a glove on, but I'd love it if it came back and like, you won't believe this chief. He has your DNA. <laughs> it's because he used his hand. But I, I, I think that this would not hold up in court the way he's doing this. Oh, well, uh, he is the law, so it doesn't matter. Yes, oh, my that goodness. is true. Yeah, he ends up just blasting him, but then he says, you know, at the deal, that, you know, anybody can survive, survive bullets like that is not human. Catch you number eight. Ooh. And then basically you end up where I'm hoping that Shinamaya, the gem, starts breaking him out here. Maybe because she's oh, there, yeah. but there's so many people there. Or will he turn into Kaiju number eight, flip out here and try to get on himself, maybe with her in tow? I don't know. But oh. I like that he is grabbing that. Te- he's squeezing his fist to get the blood out, right? It's such a weird way of doing it, right? He's not even looking to see if he's <laughs> making it. We, what we if see, the droplet goes out of I'm the saying, face, I'm saying we're seeing an, you know, the, the perspective here. We don't realize he's missing. That he's oh, behind. No. And he's like, what's going on? I feel blood on my shoes. They're like, <laughs> uh, uh, director, you're not. Ju- That's what I meant to do. Shoe oh, blood. Uh, but yeah, it's a pretty good, good chapter. It just starts out. You know, kind of know, a little start. bit to, to yeah. start out. But by the end, you're like, all right. But again, we don't really progress anything. Mm. You end up having the director there and he's like, I'm going to get this blood test. <laughs> what is that going to prove or do? And we're still there with Kafka and he's still, you know, locked up and whatnot. Yep. So we'll have to see. But overall, it's it looks great uh, with that. But um. I don't think I'm as positive about a lot of these oh, yeah? chapters this week because I think I'm a seven five with this overall. Oh, okay. Still liking it. Uh, I think it's good setup to see maybe what happens next. But overall, you know, it was good. It just didn't wow me. Uh, mm. I liked it when it came out because this comes out a little bit earlier. So oh, you know, on oh. Thursday, I guess, yeah, and we're yeah. reading it, and I was like, oh. And then when I went to read it again after reading the other chapters, I was like, mm. yeah, maybe I was a little. Excited for it's, it. On it's Thursday. really good on a Thursday because you don't have anything new to read. Then. Man, I was but I was kind of into it, but I was in. more into the general being a badass with his <laughs> blood drawing techniques. Oh he is not the gem of the week. I will tell you that no he way. definitely is not. Uh, there he is. But uh, <laughs> overall, yeah, what would you give him? I can go eight. Okay, I was I I was at eight point five. I was probably an eight, and then I went down a little as yeah, well. Yeah, the, the bit, slow start that knocked me down. You know what keeps it up? The family drama. You know, I like that bit with the Kikuru and, and like the shades. I like when she's like, thanks, daddy. Oh, my goodness. Daddy. <laughs> she's going out like, remember, I'm your daughter, you jerk. Look at me. Oh, I'm such a cutie and everybody loves me, but you. And we haven't had any of her in a while. So that was very nice. I was afraid because at the beginning they did mention her like, oh, man, I'll never be as good as Shinamaya. And I thought, mm. oh, we're not going to get her again. Mm. And then she showed up. So I, you, you know what? I might be able to go to an ape because I am a Shinamaya guy. Yeah, you're the yeah, Shinamaya stan right here. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to go eight as well. I'll be a, a little big. more positive. But we'll see how positive I continue to be. Luke, because oh. that is the end of the first section of books, which means we're heading off to my lightning round of books. <laughs> The lightning round, <laughs> and we'll see. We'll see what I'm doing. I may have a surprise. I may have a surprise. Oh my goodness! With a certain family that might be going to school. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. That might be the intro of that being on the podcast. But I'm also wow. going to go through pretty much the ones that I went through last week. We'll get mm-hmm. elusive samurai. I tell C and nine a dragon's ball parade. But maybe a little high school family. We'll see. My goodness. But we'll go off to that right now. All right, and here we go with my lightning round. 
ka-ching. We're going to start with Elusive Samurai, Chapter 17. And I did call it at the end of the last chapter. Yeah, the kid show up, look pretty badass, uh, but I knew he was going to join Tokiyuki's Elusive Warriors. But I didn't realize that the whole village of kids might as well. The kid, Fubuki, only attacked them because he thought they were attacking him. And we find out him and these kids ended up doing their best Ewok impersonation and defended the village through three attacks that did wipe out all the adults and did it with the little tricks and the trinkets and stuff like that. Fubuki joining the team does have another importance, though, especially to Chokyuki, because he realizes during this fight that Kajiro and Aiko, they have been going easy on him during training, and so what he wants to do is learn some little sword techniques from Fubuki behind their backs so that he can go kick their butts and earn their respect and we do end the chapter with a crazy ant-man guy cutting off heads and breaking hearts and cutting off heads right with these ants still and it's a decent enough chapter i'm actually enjoying this a little more these last two chapters but i'm gonna give it a 7.5 out of 10 and we're gonna move on to the next book which is i tell c chapter 16 and we get phantom thief mar still making her getaway but the getaway driver is late, and that gives Seikon the opportunity to almost catch her. Though, she seems very upset that someone like Seikon could have figured out her plan beforehand, but he did. Uh, but then uh, the helicopter shows up. Helicopter shows up, whisks her away to freedom. Not really, because the helicopter's being flown by Aoi, because that too is part of Seikon's plan. And during the chapter, you do end up getting some cool kung fu fighting between Phantom Thief, Mar, and Seikon. Uh, but the problem is, is you're doing this whole Ocean's Eleven. Everything is revealing who knew what, what. And it ends up feeling a lot like recap every time. And so by the end, you don't really get much. I mean, you go through this whole chapter just so Phantom Thief, Mar, can jump onto the helicopter. Oh, no. Aoi's flying it. And I, I just, I'm done with this Phantom Mars story. I really am done with it. I want to move on to something new. And so I'm going to give it a 6.5 out of 10. I'm going, I'm flying here. I'm flying. I'm, I'm going to put Luke Holly with the shame in, you know, half the time. Here we go with the last one. It is Nine Dragons Ball Parade, Chapter 14. And the team, they're on, they're on a high. I mean, they, they are getting some practice in. Everybody is going well. Everybody's getting along. You end up having all this stuff until you end up having Hakuyo's pitching ace, Shiro Shiratori, who we did see at the end of last issue when he went to talk to, I think it was his grandfather, the evil wizard director of Hakuyo. And he ends up and says, hey, can I throw a couple pitches to that Suruji? He seems like he's pretty good, right? Can I throw some to him there with his Craig Council stance? If you know what I'm talking about? And after humiliating them, he humiliates the team as well. He throws shade at the team, maybe. Tells them he can't wait to see them defeat Hakuyo. And I'm, I say it different each time. I apologize. But is it shade or did he mean it? I don't know. I think it's shade. But maybe, just maybe, he wants his evil wizard grandfather to go down. Possibly. We'll have to see. We'll have to wait. And it's a quick chapter. 
And maybe it will make the team work harder. They end up seeing, okay, well, that made us look pretty bad. And Saruji, you don't know. He could end up just saying, I'm done. I hope he doesn't. They are really gelling as a team and whatnot. But it's it's quick. I want to get to actual games. That should be coming up soon. So I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10. So these are decent enough. Now, I did say that I might be able to do High School Family. I'm still a couple chapters away from that, but we will have that at least as little as a lightning round next week, but maybe even in the regular podcast. Uh, We'll see. I actually get a kick out of it a little more than Luke does, so we'll see how that is. But that's it for my lightning round, right? And we're going to go back to the podcast. All right, Luke, and we are back. Back from the lightning round, which I, of course, will win this oh, really? week you're not going with all the heavy hitters that's the problem that'll be a surprise to people all this last week. week you were saying oh jim or, or heavy hitters yeah luke does the heavy hitters i'm not heavy hitters this week oh. no not as many which shocked me actually you're not going with the game plans <laughs> the game plans <laughs> oh, is no. let's get all the money oh ah uh, but we're here to do a section of books here three books uh, which we love. This is a very strong section. And and I'll tell you right now, when you listen to me and my man Luke Hollywood, and we tell you that we have a section where Blue Box is definitely the least favorite Whoa. of the three, you know there's strong things coming wow. your way, unless you're Antonio. Oh. Antonio <laughs> does not like the Blue Box, though he ends up saying this week, it was so-so, you told me at that one mm. point. Where that means that he must have liked it a little that more. That must be like 12 out of 10. Jeez. It, it, it went back a little for oh. me because, as we'll see when we get to it, that's the second one. But you go full badminton. This <laughs> yeah, one. you just I don't, don't like it because it's badminton. Oh. I don't need the full badminton. That, that's the deal. <laughs> but we're going to start with Witch Watch oh. Chapter 15. And it's a book that I love. And what do we get with the title? Mm. Well, we get a title, which is Cat Scout, Chapter 15. And we and get what else color do we page. get? Yeah, oh, that actually goodness. made me very happy. I actually, because of these new books, I've told you, it's like, I'm afraid that these new ones that I was there from the start with, mm. I'm always afraid these are going to get canceled. Mm. I see that Witch Watch, though, is, is more popular, like, say, on Manga Plus than it is when we're talking to people mm. in the Slack chat and things like that. Not a lot of talk anymore of Witch Watch. It may be my two two weeks in a row, book of the week. I, I love it. And we ended up having one bad chapter in my mind, the chapter with the teacher mm. going full out manga deal, which we like the teacher. I'm not, you already told me, don't throw shade <laughs> don't at throw the teacher. Shade. But that chapter was down. It, it was too long. Like pushed aside. Yeah. It was very odd. Yeah. And it, it, to me, it was explaining the joke and the joke ends up getting ruined with that. As right. you can tell, not really seeing much of that joke since then Mm -hmm. but how are they going to keep this fresh because this book has gone through cycles at first we ended up having nico just going full out magic oh look at me i'm doing magic goofy spell of the week it was the goof of the week it was the gag magic of the week well then when we end up getting morahito revealing he's an ogre that went but with me kanchi was the okay now it's fresh again he shows up but now we get another game changer. Ooh. We may because all of a sudden there's a new girl at school. She doesn't have the same uniform on, but all the guys, they, they want to know who this is. Oh and goodness. they go up and like, excuse me. The one guy taps her on the shoulder. She freezes up, runs away, already a gem because of that, <laughs> right? You, you feel so bad for her. She doesn't like to be touched, but we see that 
she's a witch and she ends up being able to transform. She transforms into a cat. But you go with this because I talk way too much in the first section. What is she really after? Oh, and I do like as well, just before we get into it, I do like when she like hides behind the like pole and just peeking out. Very, very kitty like. Hmm, I wonder where we'll be going. Very feline esque, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, But what is she doing? Yeah, well, that's the thing. She's kind of on the prowl. Like a cat, because uh, she's looking for a particular someone. She's got her eyes on Morahito Otogi. So she's got her eyes on Moi. And then we see, uh, right away, we knew that, okay, like the gang is back at it again. We have Moi, we have Nico, and we have Kanji walking out here. I do like all their like little like different poses and everything. They oh, got I love going it. When on. they come walking out, it almost is like the Avengers walking down oh, the hall goodness. or like the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> they come out looking all cool, doing their deal. Kanchi, he, he's another one. I mean, the, the weird thing about this book is how many gems can you have on uh, book? Uh, I mean, too many. really? Oh, my goodness. And it, yeah, she wants, you know, she wants Moi as oh. her, you know, familiar. And she, we can and, see why, like, just look at, like, what a specimen of a man we got here. He's lifted up the car. Isn't it hilarious? The teacher comes out. Hey, I can't get out of my parking spot. Hey, uh, Moy, can you pick it up? <laughs> and we've seen him do this before, and he just does it. And and the reason why he can't get out, a cat has fallen asleep oh under goodness. the car. In the meantime, we didn't even say her name, but Nemu Mael mm. is this witch. She turned into the cat. She's the cat under the car. Oh, she's trying to hide. She's all nervous. And I love her so much because she's she's big in her mind, right? <laughs> she likes to yell and, and say big things. She talks in her mind, a good she, game in her head. But yeah, a, a real good game. But overall, she's a scaredy cat. Whoa. She is, right? <laughs> and I, I love it. Now, this might be, if we had the laughs of the week, oh, my goodness. I'm telling you, we get two panels uh, specifically, but a whole page because they end up where he helps this teacher. The cat runs off. Then these two other girls, because remember, the girls, they love themselves some the more. Oh. Hey, Moy, can you come over? Because I have some trees that need uprooting at my house. Now, he just went to the, the teacher. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. Easy enough. Thanks a lot. These girls say, hey, can you come and uproot these trees? I'm not a landscaper. (laughs) And he walks away. Well, you end up with that then. One of the funniest two things is that you get this camaraderie that I think that this book really does in this chapter gets back to because Kanchi there. Kanchi goes, yeah, I'm happy to help anytime. (laughs) He's making fun of what he said to the teacher. And then you end up having always like, what are you doing? You're just jealous of me or whatever. And I love Kanchi's response. I'm not jealous. I just don't like everybody going to you and liking you. He's like, that's what jealous is. <laughs> and then Nico jumps in and you don't expect oh this. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm not a landscaper. <laughs> and it made me laugh so much that they're making fun of him. And she, he even says, you two, what's going on, you <laughs> jerks? He's so angry. But this is what we've missed a bit with Conchi not being in the issues, this back and forth. And you even said, because I'll take it back to you mm. there, and you even said that this is a cool deal if we end up having this Nemo more because she ends up being that deal. We already have, you know, Kanchi and Moi kind of fighting with each other, mm-hmm. and Nico's mm-hmm. just in the middle. You need something for her and some tension, and this would definitely be it. Uh, but you do see that this Nemo, as she's, like, transforming from a cat back to herself, 
things like that. And like, I will have him. She's so angry with things and really, but she's too scared mm. to do. But before you got one of my favorite things is the idea that she thinks that she deserves more because she's from a very respected family. Oh. She keeps, she doesn't say fully what it is. It's like, I'm from a venerable family. I need this. So it's played off almost like a, a Draco Malfoy oh. type deal, but I don't think she's bad, right? She doesn't seem bad, uh, but she does like kind of being a kitty and ends up using that as the way to, you know, do her sneaking, but it kind of backfires. Do you right? think like she thinks that the, the way into a man's heart is to be the cute kitties? I, I don't know. She thinks she's being very, you know, inconspicuous. Oh. The problem is, too, is you have this girl who legitimately wants to ruin the best thing of the, you know, the, the threesome that we oh, yes, love, yes. but yet. They end up seeing her as the cat and think she's the cutest thing. Like and the they want to bring stray. her home. Yeah, they think she's a stray. <laughs> and then later you even have points where you think that, you know, Nico's figured this out. Oh, this mm. isn't a stray. Even at one point where we even see where they're oblivious, which she had turned. But you go with it because she just keeps talking. I love just the progression of even at a point where she's monologuing while sitting on a chair <laughs> in, in, with a spotlight there and it, it just looks so cool and I works like what, out. what's brought up here is interesting as well because you have like a nice little bit of comparison because she's jealous because because everybody gets to have like the normal pet familiars but but nico gets to have the the and even we have like sexy topless training oh, boy it's bruce lee training oh, you know goodness. karate ogre and that's what even says like the whole deal about the mystical deals oh, wow. of him and the ogre Clyde Jong, you know, and yeah. And I think that if it goes in a way that would be funny is this is going to start a sensation oh. in the witching community oh. where, yeah, there's some people, they have the owls or the frogs yeah, or yeah. the cats even uh, where also it'd be funny if, if you would end up having a point where she Ends up getting stuck as a cat and has to be a familiar. That would. <laughs> She's like again, the familiar for him. Yeah, yeah, for the <laughs> deal. But I don't know how we're gonna go with this. One of the things though is right away she does throw shade oh. at Kanchi. She doesn't want anything to do with the Kanchi <laughs> because she doesn't want the tangos. You're like, I don't need you, which made me laugh so much. But they're they're so into you know caring for her and being so nice that you get that deal of how can she. Be mad at Nico. Mm. She's just mad. She almost plays off like a Paris Hilton type <laughs> deal at first, but mm. I, I don't. You don't hate her. No, right? I there's mean, something like because she is technically like an antagonist coming in here. She's like disrupting our perfect little threesome, but it could so easily become a quartet, and we wouldn't mind. You know, and we you know wouldn't what mind. I think what it is? It's that when she's talking about it. You do see that she's just a scared little girl that go. can't talk to people. And you end up like, I'm going to get, Moy's going to be mine. Morahito will be my deal. I wish I could talk to him. And then even goes with the idea like, I don't know how to talk to a boy. And I don't want to be like a regular girl. And you have that little aside like, <laughs> delinquent. So, yeah, like, he kind of said he'd go out with me like. And it's so funny oh, with that. But then she get like. I, you almost fall in love with it's her. Like she's the feels. antagonist, right? Because yeah. she says, I should just go home. And that's her big deal where she thinks that the world is passing her by. Aww. Even the romance where she she says, this is always what happens. I end up thinking, okay, I'm going to do this in my head. I'm so brave. I'm going to. And then when it gets to it, I get a little scared. 
And then I use that to say, no, nah, just go home. And she never does anything. Even with the idea, like, I'll just go home and read a book. <laughs> like, I'll just go and sit. And I'm like, really? This is almost, to me, it's almost like the Comey can't communicate of oh. the witch world where you're getting this, where you, you want her to be able to break out of her shell. Mm. But if she does, she may ruin the book. Oh, so no. it's that's a really cool play, though, oh, yeah. right? Because they really make you fall in love with her because she's so shy. I mean, it, it's also the, you know, don't blush the Kame Sunday. Mm. It's so good. But I love the progression. Again, I promise then to take it back to you. I love where she is like, that's it. I am Nemo Mayao. Daughter of a venerable family, I deserve only the greatest of familiars. And then you go to the next page, and basically, or even that page is like, it's country. Like, look at the cat. He's talking to himself. <laughs> look at him meowing about. What are you doing there, kitty? Because that's what she's doing. And it's such a cool little, you know, way to pull it it's out. Like, but all in her head, and she's You're just been there, following. Meow, meow, meow. It's like the meow <laughs> mix commercial out of nowhere. And he's like, oh, oh what are you doing? And that's the thing. Kanchi's so nice, but she wants no parts of him either. And every time they go to, it's almost like, you know, a wild cat. They go to, you know, touch her and she runs away. But you go from there because they do take her home then. And I like this, the way this is set up, it's like, it's like Khan and, and Nico, they're like sitting on the floor playing with the new toys. And then you have like the responsible adult boy sitting to have his like afternoon cup of coffee, you know? Yeah, it is. And you get Kanchi. He's doing that deal where you get the, the balls and they have different people the and gotcha things games. in it. Yeah, the whole deal where he's doing this and he's hoping he gets something. It's just a fun little aside mm. of just having. And I, I really, again, I like Kanchi and Nico together. Like, even if it isn't something that's, you know, pushing the story. I just like, I like them having fun because you need that with Nico because you said. Morahito Moy, he's just all business. Mm -hmm. You need something to have this, and it does work out where it it balances the whole deal. Oh, yeah. I I just I really want this Nemo to be part of it because I think she would be great. I think that she'd be so good. You She's know, great technically, here. like they could work it as like the the pet. Now it would be very weird how they would do it, but like because you know the whole time here she's as the cat. Right. And that's the whole joke is like nobody can touch the cat. She hates being touched, except, you know, she doesn't mind hopping on Moy's lap and then Moy can give her. The, and I love the way I know we're, we're flicking through it here, but I love the way that like <laughs> it's almost like he's caressing her. And oh, it's yeah. like, oh, real romantic. <laughs> oh, my God. Like she was yelling. I am Nemu Mayo, and I'm the – like, she thinks she's like that, but she's a cat meowing at the point <laughs> where you have this where he's – and he says to them because you end up having Moy, who is a cat guy, and they explain it because that's part of the gene line oh, of ogres. There you go. And it all, it all plays around. It all is really good. Where he's then – and I've had Tanya talk to me about this as well, about how you're supposed to pet a cat. Mm. And the idea – it is true. They can't get to their top of their head things like that so they do like you you know scratch their ears a little or pet them on the top and mm. he's telling them that as you end up seeing Nemo, who's thinking of him caressing her it's like the saucy robots but yeah but she's also getting tired oh no because this is making her get sleepy you get the rules right in here there then her transfiguration deal 
it goes away. If she falls asleep, she pops back to being herself. It's a concentration thing, I would think. If you mm. fall asleep, mm. boom. But she can't help it. And she's falling asleep. So you're like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? The funniest thing is right as she does, you end up having Kanchi actually get a person, a figure <laughs> that he didn't have. And it's it's not one of these nonsense ones. that he get. And everybody looks away. And that wakes her up so she could pop. She leaves. So she runs escape. out. Yeah, she does do the great escape. And it's so funny because all of that, a gag type deal, but with feels. Oh, I really like it, right? Yeah. And, and when she runs off. You have the deal where, you know, Morihito says, well, it's a stray, but I think she'll probably wander back again someday. I'm like, oh. not someday. Tomorrow, next <laughs> week, the, when, when we get the next chapter, I need to see more I of I love her. the way they've kept the door open, you know? Like, like they've only seen the cat. They don't know the real Nemu. So, like, at school, it could work as well. Gem. Gem. When she's like, and, and now she hasn't she given up yet. It's so funny. She runs off and then she's so flustered and tired and all this because she had to get the heck out of there. Oh, yeah. I mean, she had to get out or she was going to be exposed. Though, again, in my mind, we know that if she was, they're not going to be mean to her. Oh. I'm telling you, Nico would become best friends. Again, oh, totally. she would be upset about the whole deal hmm. with, you know, Moy. Possible, but right away they're going to accept her in, and she'd have to watch her p's and q's, whatever. But I also like this where we have gotten away from the idea that at the beginning, and one of the big things for Nico is she wants Moy to fall in love with her. That, that was at the very beginning of this. We've gotten away from that, mm-hmm. even as Nico really gets a kick out of the girls paying attention to Moy. <laughs> it drives Kanchi insane. But when when you end up having Nemo go out, and she finally gets her breath, and then like. She is a big talker all by herself. I mean, when she's there and she gets right back and it's such a funny, like evil, I'll get you. I will have you. Like she, she is so upset, but you know that she can't do anything about it. So it never feels threatening and you feel kind of bad for her. And in the, in the long run, maybe the idea that she would be a better deal or maybe they'll just become boyfriend and girlfriend. I don't know. Or. If you do have it, you set up then Conchi liking her. She doesn't like it. Oh There's a lot that could be set up. I need, layers her. Here. I need her in the book <laughs> from here on out. I just I don't want to have like every 11 chapters. Oh, the cat's here again. No, she, needs to, she needs to pull a Kanchi. And I don't know, like maybe if they don't do it, like she moves in, but she needs to be showing up like, do just, it like, like a candy flurry. Cat. Yeah, uh, like, you, I want her to just show up like Kenny, like she's a schoolmate. Yeah, and then the house like cat as well. Like after school, she follows him home. But the house cat would be hilarious. Mm. I'm telling you, stick her where she's stuck as being the house cat, oh and trying to figure out how she can get out of that or whatnot <laughs> would be hilarious. And there, there's so many possibilities. Uh, but yeah, I loved it. I, I thought that this was a really, really good chapter. Oh. Again, I'm going nine five. It's it's my favorite book right now. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you right now, of all the books that we do, it is my favorite because it, you even get a little school shenanigans at times. Oh. And then you get all the things that I think me and you both love. But what would you give it? I'll go 9.2. I'm, I'm not, you know, oh, 9.2 is still solid. And like, we had the nice color page and everything. But yeah, really, uh, I think this I think this is another one of them game changers. You know, we had it with Kanchi. Uh, if we keep it up here with Nemu, we have like a solid little quartet going on here and i think this like this is going to be a real good one going forward you know i already love her mm. nemu i already love but i already love nico moy there and Kanchi a lot and 
throw in the teacher with a red. You know, we get that. That mm. one issue might have been a little too much. You got a solid little cast here, you know? Yeah, I think so. And it's like. It's gotten away from the, like we said, the gag magic of the of the week. Mm. And that was something where people that we talked to, uh, they were getting sick of it's that. Like, oh, here we yeah. go. What is it going to be? What is she going to do? The minute I think that changed it was making Moy reveal that he was an ogre. I think that that ended up stepping it up. Oh, yeah. And then you stepped it up even more with Kanchi, and you can step it up with Nemo. But we're going to go to the next a book, which is one of the books that we couldn't stop talking about oh. we ended up telling everybody about it's blue box and this is chapter six last issue or last chapter was a little down for us mm. it wasn't you know the big thing for us i'm still there <laughs> it's not bad we're still getting I what i a like a little bit of it. an upswing this week right well i just the problem <laughs> is, is you, you need marhina i mean that's all you, like, the, you know you mm. don't get enough but when she does show up for two panels in this it's just to be encouraging to Inamata, so it ends up like, all right, you're pretty cool still, you know, but you don't, this is full out badminton, but I guess you needed that. You needed this at some point. I mean, it is a sports manga (laughs) as well as a romance. So you go, it is chapter six. What is it called? Yes, this is chapter six, at least one step. Okay, and you go through this. You start us. Yeah, well, we do have the nice little uh, Chinatsu on the cover. Well, not like a color page, but like Blue Box has been doing these type of like the the like title pages have like the nice sketch. Almost like they they look like covers instead of just the chapter title Mm. page. They look like full out covers, which is cool, right? Yeah, I I, I like it. Telling you. I like Chinatsu, but we still don't have a lot with Chinatsu. She's I know, still right? That seems to, reach, to be right? and like we have this whole thing now. Well, we'll get into it. We're in the middle of the round robin badminton tournaments, and I'm sure Jim Jim's just eyes lit up when he saw badminton. Oh my goodness, yes, please. Uh, but like the whole thing here is like, oh, we have Haru, and we already know Haru. Uh, Harry, you whatever whatever way you say it, uh, he is like the the main obstacle for Taiki as like the love interest, but now also in the badminton because he's like the number one that he has to beat. Uh, so and we're getting really while maybe the last couple of chapters have been like the obstacle for the romance. This is this is full badminton here, going, which makes sense because last chapter we had Taiki saying. He's just going to focus on the game. But yeah, Taiki's going to focus. Now, you yeah. do get it a little bit to get Kaio, his friend, up to speed. <laughs> hey, what's up with that Hyrule talking over there to so, Ah, You know, I'm, I'm going to not worry about that. Really? What happened if he calls her Chi? Well, oh. we'll see what happens then. Uh, but they, you do see them a little bit. Yeah, you're, you're full out badminton mm-hmm. in this. And like you said, he doesn't know if there's an obstacle there that he has to go through to get Shinatsu as well. Um, but... There's not a lot of Chinatsu in this. And we said last chapter, we kind of need some, you know, perspective from Chinatsu's mm. side. Because Everything she, we see from her these days is just with Haru. You know, we don't see anything else. And really, is it me or every time she shows up, she's turning, looking, half the time looking like a deer in the headlights. Oh, no. Like, you know, with that, but not even like for any other reason. No. And I think she might be on the drugs. I do. I think <laughs> But yeah, you end up I told you after we talked last week Mm -hmm. I sent you a message that I swear That what we were going to start getting is They're like, okay, everybody, we like this team But I need, you know, Taggy I need you to join up with Hyru on the doubles And then they'd start hanging But we didn't get that You do get a lot of of badminton You do? More (laughs) badminton 
than I've had outside oh, of a picnic geez. in quite some time here. Uh, but it's okay. Mm. I mean, you, you get to at least see, and, and I think that basically what this is, is to almost give you this like flag here to, hey, everybody, this is the skill levels yeah. here. Taichi, you, we're going with our guy. We're rooting for him. He's not that great. Like, he's good, but he's not Hyru. Hyru is way above him. And almost goes to the point where you end up, even when Hina shows up and stuff and goes, yikes, because it's actually, he's getting destroyed. And they almost play it off as like, Hyru is, is he like rubbing it in? Is he, and they think he is. They think oh. that he is like, you think that you're the up and comer? Like, I heard the coach is talking about you. I'm going to show you where it is. I don't, I don't know. I don't think he's like, he's not like mustache twirling bad, bad guy here. You know what I mean? You know what I think it is? And you even have Taiki earlier, like, oh, man. When, and Kaio's become, like, the Flavor Flav hype man. Man, you're the best at beating everybody. And Taiki's like, well, I haven't played anybody. Oh. I'm playing all the ones that are below my skill level. And I think that what Hyru is going to do, because we don't even end the match. This whole chapter is this match. This match, yeah. Between these two. And I think that afterwards he's going to give him words of encouragement and say, I'm not going to, you know, if I would end up being lax on you, it would not do you any good. I think that he's going to say, you are going to go to the Nationals, and I'm not going to let you, you know, forget that because you are good. I'm not mm. going to play this down. I'm not going to end up making it easy it. on you because, you know, you have to be practicing like this. And I think that he's going to want to practice more with him. I, I just oh. get the idea that we're really being pushed for Hyro to be a real jerk. Like all this stuff, and I don't think he is. I don't think, but again, while this is going on, you'll have a point, and you know, Hyru's beating him, and then you'll just get Chinatsu. Look over. It's like every time she must be like picking up the book, oh, look over it with the oh. same expression. It's a dead eyed expression. <laughs> what is she doing? I need some more of anything. Well, I you need do to get, have. You do get like that little bit when she's talking with Haru, and Haru says, like, there's something about the girls who work so hard. That's what I like. Is that what she's like as well? Oh, my Maybe. But the weird thing is, even in that, didn't you get the idea of us, you know, watching and, and reading this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That she's bored crapless over <laughs> Hyru. He talks too much about the not. She don't want to know about the bad men. Oh, because she looks real bored where she's just standing there. <laughs> And I think that she's like, oh, oh, that's great. I mean, I'm telling you, at one point, she doesn't really even say anything like she's that exciting, mm. right? And she's like, oh, yeah, oh, that's what she says. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> so, and he's like, going on and on. They're playing it up like, oh, like, Taiki should be worried about this dude. But everything we're seeing, not really. You know what no, I mean? No, no. I, th I think that she is bored. I think that she's going to say, and the problem is, is what is Taiki doing? He's starting to model himself off a of high road that he That's only wants. And I think that the big thing that might be that Shinatsu would be drawn to Taiki is the idea that he is a little more rounded. He is mm. a little more fun. Uh, but now he's full bore. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to, you know, focus this. Uh, almost because that's what Hyru and I'm going to be all that stuff. But I do think that Hyru is good because they are on the same team. And you do have that little bit. Now, he could be one of those jerks, you mm. know, and, and in in my deal, not great at every sport. You know, I try to be and I like to think. But one of the things that I was good at is hockey. 
And yeah, I, I try to be humble about it, but you know, deep inside, you're like, yeah, you know, like somebody's like, man, oh you're pretty goodness. good, and like, no, 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 yeah, like, yeah, yeah, in my mind. But he does do that at one point where, oh man, you're the best I really ah, whatever. You got to see what's going on. The whole and I, that's kind of his charm. Mm. So we're gonna see. I think we're gonna see. Is that the true him? Oh. Is he that humble, or is he humble because nobody's as good as him? Do you it's think very it's easy to be humble when you're Ooh. on top of the hill there. Ooh. When things start pressuring you, you start to see. So at this moment, I don't look at him as the villain, mm. but he could become it. He there could you become go. it real quick, and we'll see. But well, that would be interesting as well, because the whole time we've had, and even as you were saying, if Taiki is modeling himself after Haru, the whole time we've been seeing, like, you know, okay, he's he's calm and collected. But if he loses it, then we would see if Taiki's is able he going to be John McEnroe all you know, of a sudden of the Batman? Smacking the racket, throwing his racket oh, around, no. because it is. It's easy to be, you know, a good winner and a good loser. That, and that's if Taiki tough. can keep it together, then. Jinatsu will be able to see that with her deer in the headlights, you know. Well, like so, again, I, I just turned the page. There she is again, looking over. <laughs> oh, the same look. It's always the same look. Oh my look. goodness! The best though is is that you know Taiki's getting crushed. Oh, he's losing eleven to four. And Yenup Kaios comes over his friend and says, "Hey, uh, you know, you're doing pretty good. You know, I thought that you're a little depressed. You know, you know, but no, Taiki's he's fired up. Oh yeah, he's like, you know, wasn't that last one close? Like." This is inspiring him. He is looking at this as finally, I'm playing somebody really good. This is fun. And this is something where it's given me the idea of what I have to go with and whatnot. And it's funny because Kayo ends up inspiring him in a weird way where he says, oh, I thought that you were still, you know, basically saying, I thought you were still upset about Shinatsu and all this. And Taiki's, what? What are you talking about? He's like, you know, Whatever. And he's like, no, 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 no. The reason that I try hard is because it's not. Then he gets, I'm telling you, he gets fired up. Like all of a sudden he kicks up a notch where he's like, okay, you know, I'm going to get going. I just always love badminton, a, a phrase nobody said in their oh life. Oh, my goodness. But you end up there where he's going in this point. I mean, he is going for it, right? I, he's, and again, same thing from I, what is this Chinatsu just turns every time what is she doing other than that she always seems shocked and turns to see something just watch Chinatsu just go and sit down and watch or something but there you have the gem Hina who is at the edge she doesn't have to pay for the whole scene oh my she goodness. Only has to pay for the edge look at her clenched her deal and I love to where she's obviously doing her rhythmic dance gymnastics yes. whatnot but she makes sure she comes over to see her yeah, buddy. She pays attention, yeah. not like I mean? Chinatsu. No, this seems like every like every time I look at Chinatsu, it turns around. She's like, "What's going on?" Rubber decker over here. Yeah, like every, everything's a shock to her. Oh my goodness! Uh, I'm saying, just drop her and go for Hina. I've said it from the Team beginning. Hina. Uh, Hina comes over though, even at the beginning, and says to Koi, "Like, oh." How how's he doing? Like she's real concerned. Yeah, she's she's concerned. always playing him. That's his rival. Like she's getting all fired up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you end up then with a cool page at the oh, end, yeah. where you do end up having him, you know, going up to the net, and he ended up having a pretty cool hit. And Iro had to end and almost flubbed it where it goes real high, mm-hmm. and he's going to end up being able to smash it. I say that as if that you know is cool and bad. It makes me giggle. <laughs> Right? Look at him, the Prince oh, of Badminton he is. Bad. <laughs> I do think that this is match point, and I do think that this will 
possibly. And then I think you go to 21. I can't remember oh my, my schoolyard days, sports. right? But Jeez. it is 11. I'm thinking they're going the to 12 in this. But I think that he's going to hit this, and it's almost going to – I think it's going to just hit out. Oh. I think that it's going to be out. Now, you could get some craziness where you do see – at this point where Hiro is not the greatest, where he thinks it's out and flips out like that a John McEnroe. Um, but I think that this might end the deal where you think, oh, my God, he's really going to, you know, shove it down his throat with this. Mm. It'd be funny if it goes in his mouth. He's like, man, man, the shuttlecock. Uh, I think that it's, it's going to just go out and you're going to have Hiro's like, oh, man, that was a pretty good game. Thank you. I haven't had a tough game like that oh, in a while. Where you'll have Taiki's like, oh, man, you know, I didn't even do that good. I think that they're going to become friends from this. I oh. really do. But we'll see how that works out later. Mm. I'd love it if you end up having uh, Taiki become friends with Hiro and now won't shut up about him to Chinatsu, who is already bored of him in person, doesn't need to hear about him at home and things. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. But the thing is, I need something more and I mm. need some more Chinatsu. I need like you have the perfect deal. Of Hina going over and getting Like she has been the vehicle To try to figure out some stuff and whatever Why isn't she talking to Chinatsu About stuff or seeing mm. where Things lie because Chinatsu's just I mean I'm telling you she's just doing the The hair flip and look like a deer With that she's not doing anything yeah, and yeah. Is she even practicing Basketball in we this don't know. she just seems to be Looking to the left the and problem. the right Looks yeah. surprised yeah, so with that, I'm at a seven. I, I'm starting okay. to. I still like it. I love the characters. I really mm. do. I just need more. I mm. need more of Chinatsu. I need more. And again, we said, you need some sort of badminton going on, you know, jokes aside, because that's what this is. And we have to get it. Because at a point, you're going to have to go to some tournaments, the nationals, all that. So okay. it, it's well served that we mm. see some things. Also see has a lot of work ahead of him and whatnot. I just need more of what we were liking. Right. You know what I mean? And and not even just that. I need a step up from what we were liking. Yeah, we've been spinning wheels. You know? yeah, it's, it, it feels stale yeah. right now. Uh, what would you give it? I could go eight. I, I oh, agree. Mold. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm, <laughs> I am Mr. Positive. You are but a positive guy. I, I agree with what you're saying. And I think that if we look back at chapter one, you know what we really liked? And you know what was really going on there? You had that combination. It wasn't just Taiki. We had Shinatsu and her emotions, you know. Now, what we've got from Shinatsu has just been rubbernecking for like it three is. chapters. I mean, you ended up the first chapter. Oh, my God, I'm going to have to move away. Mm-hmm. That's a shame for but there was Taiki, so much but it was going also the there. deal. And there was so much going on. And then, you know, then she becomes the object of Taiki's infatuation yeah. even more when she's at the house. But that was played up for gags or whatever. But we haven't got much of her. And even with the... The Hina chapters, and we like them, but geez, I'm telling you, Chinatsu has been just on the back seat here. She's been benched, like, you know? That's the thing. How how good is or bad is she doing at basketball right now? We don't is know. Is this idea, is she distracted from Taiki and living hmm. with him like we were afraid maybe Taiki would get? There you like, go. he's buckling down. Like, it, it, where are we getting the idea where the coach comes and says, hey, is something distracting you? Or, man, you really seem focused. Like, we're not getting anything mm. with her. And it, it's it's kind of driving me nuts because that's half the book. That, that was is what we book. really liked. And yeah. it's not that anymore. It's two percent. Like, it's still part of the book, but it's more only through Taiki. The it's Haru show. Taiki. Yeah, nobody yeah. wants that. Yeah, nobody does, <laughs> except his mother, maybe. Oh, I don't geez. know. But we're going to go to the last chapter of this section. Oh. 
and a hidden gem, I think. Oh, I, my goodness. I see people liking it. It's oh, yeah? flurry, but not as much as I think they should. I'm and you. the funny thing is, a lot of people love that first chapter. We were a little down oh, on it because yeah. we didn't, we didn't have the feels of like, oh, I think this has legs or whatever, where people were like, oh, this is going to be cool. The sweet user's battle royale of the deal. That's not what we wanted. No. We didn't want to fight manga that was just going to be every deal. So as this has gone on, they're, they're taking time with these characters. That's what we love. We mm-hmm. love the characters and the shenanigans, the more cat. But yeah, you end up with this, like making you fall in love with the character we thought was even going to be the villain and then plays up as the villain throughout this until the very end mm. but it is candy flurry chapter five also seems like a lot more chapters have come out but it's chapter <laughs> five what is it called senpai's way home oh my yes. goodness and this is a otoka Irie. oh chapter through and through now gem. i want to ask you as we go into this she might be my gem but oh, maybe her parents are my gem i'm telling or you i love what how is the play much- like it's it's a mixture of like this flashback is real goofy, but then it goes big feels as well. You'd it be surprised does, how big feels. I it is. want you to tell me what's going on. Uh, it is legitimately is Toka Irie. Does she have some problems? Is she a little <laughs> too scatterbrained because oh, no. her parents end up at points seemingly about to get irritated with her always goofing off, even the idea of. You're 12. Why are you acting like a five-year-old? But they always pull it back to then go so over the top. On the praise. Is that she thinks she's, like we said before, she's flighty. But yet she pulls it back and whatnot. But is that, what's going on with these parents? I'm telling you, she comes home. (laughs) And this idea of her socks being mismatched. We saw this already. Is that then that she does that not because she's – is that a homage to her dead parent? Oh, I, my like, goodness. There's weird things that go through my mind because they do end up, hey, mom, I came back. I had to change my socks. I accidentally put mismatched socks. She ends up like looking like she has a migraine. The mom like, sigh, your socks were mismatched so you came home. Like she is so angry about this. But then it's like it just changes. Oh, you're so amazing. Are we going to find out? Now, this is where the big feels. Are we going to find out that her parents weren't so nice? Are we going to find out that this is her remembering things a different way? Because even the dad is like, you know, matching. You're 12 years old. Isn't that so adorable? (laughs) And I'm wondering if because they ended up dying in this disaster, that she has now put everybody who died on a pedestal that they may not have earned during the deal. It's still sad that you lose your parents, but... What is going on with them? I, I'm telling you, they, they flip-flop and, and have like two-faced deal going <laughs> with all this. And it's so odd, this play. But the idea is she's so amazing. She's all, Even when they're actually giving her up, we can't deal with it. Well, you know, you can't go yet. What What do you mean we can't go yet? You didn't pat me on the head. <laughs> oh, man, here you go. You're so, like, I don't know what the play is. I love it, though. It's so good. <laughs> I do love it. Now, really, go back and listen to chapter one where we did on the Manga Monday. We actually get a resolution of something that I was furious about. And I argued with a ton of people. I said, how is this candy company not being held accountable for all of these users that end up destroying things? We see 
They are arrested. They They ended up having people protesting. Jail all candy patients. How did I know that it would end up finally resolving? I forgot all about that. I pushed that aside because we like that. But I really am like, all right, that makes sense. Because I said there's no way that they're going to be able to do this and not be in trouble for what ended up happening. Mm. Well, you find out. But you also see that Toika. You know, Irie, she ended up getting her vanilla ice cream powers. She doesn't understand how. But again, look at the parents. They are crying. They're all upset. Mm. And then they're just, and they do say, you know, if anybody would just talk to you, they would know better. They would know you're a good girl and you would Mm. never do anything bad. But they also pretty much say, we got to get rid of you. (laughs) We're not going to have you around. You're going to go off with your grandparents, like things like that. But even at that point, She's like there and it looks like somebody in a lab coat and stuff. I'm like, I don't know what happened Uh-oh. with all this stuff going down. But uh, they are sad. And you could go with that. And mm. she, she said last chapter, everybody that she loved and liked in that neighborhood, they're all dead now. And they're dead from the lollipop killer. So that's why she's mad. But you do get some feels, right? Oh, big you feels. You get like all of a sudden, almost like in the Witch Watch, we have the girl here who's supposed to be the villain. And you fall in love with her and feel real bad. And then that is set up thinking, okay, that's where we're getting the justification of what she's going to end up doing here Mm. with Samuji because of the lollipops. And maybe she's wrong, which we think she is, but she's still going to do that. She ends up becoming a real gem by the end (laughs) anyway. But to the point where, do, do you think she's trying to mind freak him? Yeah. Because, boy, she really goes out of her way. To really make it seem like she's going to kill. Like you just passed the test? Samuji and Masaki. <laughs> to, yeah, the test ended up like, really? That's the test? Wow. I mean, holy crap. Uh, but you do have the feels. I'll there give you, you that. You have all the feels. And then even Misato almost getting, like, iced. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's so crazy. But you continue making Masaki end up being pretty cool he's gonna defend samuji all this and she's gonna defend him so you get that as well as you think you know irie is just bad like oh my god she's gonna end up killing them and i like that she has the spoons she got masaki he's got the fork says (laughs) i should have taken your fork from you all this now i want to ask you one thing there's one thing that that intrigues me a bunch of things but the one thing is when she says to Masaki, like, what's he doing? Like, he he's a first level. He doesn't even have a deal. He didn't even come at me with a confettio. She mentions this. Do you think that they have something where you can end up taking a candy and get powers for a limited time oh. or something? She says this as if this is something like big. Why you could? Why would you come after my level without this? And it's like confetio. Yeah. I don't even know how to pronounce Confe- it. Confetio. Weird. You you just think of confetti. But, you know, is that going to be well, like that a even confetti makes you think like that's a sweet thing, right? Yeah, like a confection type deal. Yeah. Is this where they do have like power ups where they can like if I have to go in there, oh, my God, it has this. Give me that. And I can end up, you know, becoming, you know, some sort of sweets user mm. for a limited time. I don't know. That did intrigue me. But the big thing goes with Irie, who they did listen to her. And she at one point even says to Samuji, like, maybe should have just kind of told us this you, you should have went to the reset and what because that's what seemingly she did and that's why they listened to her because she is a, a good girl but she's got a job here but i do like the idea she looks like she's gonna kill them oh I yeah mean, completely kill them and again is this the test like 
you know, because you end up, Samuji says, hey, you know, Masaki has nothing to do with this. We just met. He didn't know what he was doing. Please just don't end up killing him, please. He doesn't deserve it, whatnot. And she does end up, and I mean, I re realizing you go tell us what she does because she ends up like completely flip-flopping here in such a crazy but, way. Like, but still in character for her. You know the way she is? I do like all this, like, this is actually perhaps, because we know Sumigi, like, Sumigi, she's got a little bit of a temper and all this, but this is the first time she's like a genuinely selfless act in standing up for uh, Misaki. I was called Misato. Misaki here. Um, and like, because you know, Misaki got all iced up uh, but like in standing up for her, Ira uh, sees that you know you know what her parents said. If only the people could see how nice a kid you were. He she they well she sees here that you know this is the same thing going on. You know in Sumigi, the lollipop killer potentially. The lollipop isn't it the funniest thing because it, it goes where she says, "Please spare Masaki," mm. and you end up at Ira. She's shocked yeah. and says. Okay, I'll only kill you then. Ooh. And you end up having Samuji say, uh, honestly, I want to live. And she's as she's activating her vanilla ice cream power, says, so did all the victims. Ooh. And then just goes, boop, right on her forehead. <laughs> just kidding. And I'm like, really? Like, that is the question. And she says, it makes, it makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. It really does. The idea that it's almost a gag with the boop and just kidding. She says, there's no way you did this. I just saw this isn't the, okay, you're pretty selfless. And, ooh, you know, I like Masaki, too. And you were, no, she says, you're too weak. <laughs> I see your lollipop deal here. And and kind of showing that she was going full out to attack so that she could see what uh, Sumaji does then. Mm. You know, and says, you couldn't have been this lollipop killer. There's no way. You're too weak. We got to figure this out. Uh, but we're going to make a deal. Now, the funny thing is this deal is basically like me saying to you, like, I'm going to get a million dollars. And then you say, hey, let's make a deal. I'll give you a million dollars because she wanted to join the reset and go after the real lollipop killer. Mm-hmm. That's the deal. Irie says, you're going to join the reset, but I'm going to keep an eye on you. And if you go, you know, if you stray or I see that you are and I'm wrong, that you are the lollipop killer, I will take you down. But in the meantime, let's go get that lollipop killer. <laughs> and so obviously, Sumaji's going to say, yeah. Sign me up. That's what she wanted. Mm-hmm. Now, the funniest thing in this as they go, and poor, poor Masaki, his head's probably spinning. <laughs> because at that point, he even got like the whole bunch of ice cream scoops were on his head. He was freezing to death. She snaps her fingers. They go away. He's probably like, what the heck just happened? <laughs> but says, you're going to join me. We're going to get it. And what do you say? And you end up, uh, as some of you, like, I'm going to do this. I will join and I will use my lollipop to beat the real culprit down. And you have Irene, a good deal. I still don't trust her completely, but I'm going to see and see if she's actually a good or bad person. Mm. The funniest thing, one of the biggest jokes of this whole week <laughs> is when she says, do you think you can pass the reset exam? I'm like. I think so, because we saw how dumb Masaki is. He obviously <laughs> passed. I mean, really? You think that this is so hard, lady? But yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I thought mm. it was really, really good. I think that this is where we're going to have a flip-flop, because I think this is going to be your book of the week. That's just oh, my really? inkling. Uh, so I'm going to go a 9.3 for this, a little oh, wow. lower than what I liked with Witch Watch, but I really did like it. It, it, it keeps the story progressing while we're getting really good character work for everybody i think that that's something that 
this book is really doing well, mm. uh, you know, in these last couple chapters. And I I still think, well, this chapter might be around the same as last. It's mm. still not going down. You know, it's, it's, it's building. It keeps, yeah, it keeps building. I really do like it. Uh, what would you give it? I go 9.2. Okay, so now you're Mr. Positive. Ah, uh, yes. Point one. Uh, yeah. What did you give Witch Watch a 9.3? Uh, I can't you're even just remember. Trying, you're just trying to prove <laughs> me wrong. There was nine trying, okay, so you're going to have a tie. Uh, oh, I don't know about well, that we now. We still have a couple. Oh, still have yeah. a couple, but uh, you also have your lightning round. Why there you go. Yes, we're going to go <laughs> off now to your a lightning round oh. of books, and then we'll be back with two more. To finish up the podcast. What's up, Michael fans? It's time for Luke's lightning round here this week. Uh, and we are going to prove Jim wrong this week, ladies and gentlemen. Because Jim's always saying, oh, that Luke, all he does is he talks about the big books on his lightning rounds. And, and you know, he's boosting the numbers with those big books. Like the My Hero Academia, the Jiu-Jitsu Kaisens. Well, we're going to prove him wrong this week. Because uh, let me tell you, the books, they're not big this week. Oh, they're quite niche titles, maybe, I would say. Oh, well, Black Clover you can get away with but I don't think anybody's heard of these other two so I mean you know I still think that they are worth the quick shout out here for the lightning round so we're going to do that we're going to get going by the big first of all we have Black Clover page 293 yeah page it's not it's not chapters it's pages oh that's not confusing at all page 293 smash injustice oh my goodness now after a one week break Black Clover is back in action and mangaka Yuki Tabitha, he came back swinging this week with an action-packed chapter all about the guts and the glories. Oh my. Now, I will admit that I'm a little bit biased, okay? Keeping it on Front Street, I'm a little bit biased this week because this chapter is all about one of my favorite, one of my favorite Black Bulls, one of the, 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 the magic knights that asked his Black Bulls. Now, this is Mang- Magnus Swing. Magnus Swing. He is like this delinquent... Hard as nails, real tough trouble type of dude. And I always like them. They're always my favorite. And this is all about him and his showdown with Dante, this weird devil dude. I'm not even going to get into the specifics or else we'll be here all day. And it's a lightning round, okay? So we're going to do it nice and quick. But this is all about him. And the last chapter we had, the art was a little bit off last chapter. I think that's why uh, Tabitha ended up taking a break. But last chapter we did have uh, the the showdown begin. And we had the soul chain death match, which is this little trick that Dante had a, a magic spell that could basically put them on even playing fields here. You know, because Dante is a powerful devil type. But now with the soul chain death match, they can get the magic linked up and they're on even playing fields. They're on even fighting ground here. And Dante doesn't like that. He doesn't like to be on the same level as a mere commoner. Oh, such as Magna. And this whole time, this whole fight is all about Magna kind of proving himself, I would say. Because uh, the, even we get little flashbacks here with him talking to Captain Yami, the captain of the Black Bulls. And he's like, I don't know, everybody else is all getting stronger, Luck and, and Asta all getting stronger. And he's feeling left behind. And he's wondering, like, what, he's getting the imposter syndrome. Like, what, what, what am I doing here? But Captain Yami... Uh, he explains it to him. He says, listen, you're the gutsiest one there is. That's why you're on the squad. And oh my goodness, he is the gutsiest one there is. Because it's just all out boxing. It's just bare knuckle 
brawling, punching. I like that as well because in in Black Clover, a lot of the time uh, it's all just zapping the magic spells. But this is actually down and nitty gritty with the fist action punching away, and the art really shines out as well. We get we get some really nice splash pages just one with him just punching and and dante's punching so it's like they're both getting punched in the face Ooh, gnarly it's great uh but of course because magna has the best guts around he's the gutsiest there is uh he ends up winning the fight and then boom the chain goes down and he ends up victorious and everybody just sees your boy magna he's cheering at the end oh my goodness so there you go he is he's the gutsiest there is he is an absolute gem uh and I really did like it. I mean, I do like Magna, but to be honest, this was a much-needed palate cleanser, I think, because I was getting a little bit tired of the Asta slicing and dicing with his demon swinging and flying all around the place, demon stuff going on. <laughs> I, it was all going over my head, really. So, like, to kind of bring it back down to Earth a little bit with uh, one of our favorite side characters here, Magna, and, and just have some something that we don't get every day, a bit of the, the bare-knuckle boxing action instead of just zapping weird magic spells at each other i i was all about that so i was very happy with the chapter this week i could go nine out of ten for black clover all right and next on the docket we have ooh the lead cover and the lead color page this week and it's going to an unexpected one let's be honest this is for mission yozakura family little bit of one of the niche ones like little under the radar and i'm pretty sure that this has been if not the second maybe only the second or third time that mission yozakura family has actually got the lead cover page since way back in its debut in chapter one and we're in the 80s now so it's been a long time like it's got color pages in that sense but this might be the first time that or second time that it's got the the lead cover as well and i would say it's well deserving of it this week this is a a, a good time to have it because this is the big finale of the big kawashita raid oh my goodness and a, a jumbo sized chapter as well at 35 pages clocking in oh big one uh but yes this is mission yozakura family mission 83 <laughs> you got pages and you got missions I just call them chapters I'm getting confused but yes this is Kawashita versus the Yozakura family and this is all about the, the cherry blossom leaf Hazakura this is what Kawashita is doing this big bad Kawashita now and the cherry blossom leaf Hazakura that's basically like uh, it's just some special like drug thing that makes you go bigger and better and faster and stronger and gotta catch them all and all this you know it's it's just some fancy stuff we're not going to get into the nitty gritty about it okay or else we'll be here all day and this is the lightning round as we say so uh, that's but that's the goal and i like this because this whole raid this like the whole arc against this hazakura uh, or kawashita and his hazakura is that uh they've been trying all the different family members have all been kind of getting their own little spotlight against all his cronies and i did like that everybody got their moment to shine and then they're all coming together here for the big finale and i do like that we do get some nice team-ups and uh, we can see Shinzo with his like funky metal weapon ability attacks and Kengo I like Kengo Kengo is like the cat dude he's a gem I like Kengo and even big sis Futaba even though she's little sis Futaba because she's tiny but big sis Futaba as well they all have the team up attacks so that's that's very nice that's them laying the smack down and I do like that but of course at the end of the day it's all going to come down to our protagonist Tayo and a nice little callback for Tayo as well I think because you remember at the start of this arc they had like him and creepy big brother Kiyochiro they had their own little like requirement their own little mission at the start of this raid they had to go and retrieve the body of Rei Yozakura 
that was the mother of the Yozakura family. And she had been used to make all this cherry blossom leaf Hazakura, her body. And they had to go and retrieve that and keep it hush-hush. They didn't want any of the other family knowing this. But that had been something that I had thought had just been swept under the rug in all the hustle and bustle going on with all the individual fights and all that jazz. Uh, so it was nice to see that it was brought back up again. And I, I was impressed by that. Oh, here we go. Uh, and as well, it looks like it's not going to be just as easy as, as you know, saving the day. There seems to be an explosive catch to all of this. An explosive monkey paw to Tayo uh, retrieving the body uh, with all the threads attached and the samalin and all that jazz. So that there's going to be explosive stuff going on there. So will Tayo get out unscathed? Oh my goodness! Uh, yes, so a bombastic climax, I would say, for the chapter here, uh, and setting it up for a really uh, strong finish to what has been a very strong arc for Mission Yozakura family. I've been very impressed with this upswing for Mission Yozakura family, uh, and I've been really enjoying it. And I think it's fully deserving of the lead cover page and the lead color page. Maybe not many people are talking about it, but I still think that it's fully deserving and very enjoyable. So I would go, I could go solid eight point five for Mission Yozakura family solid chapter well deserving of the cover page oh my goodness and something a little wacky <laughs> to wrap it up because unexpectedly this tuesday uh, we did get a bonus with a final chapter for a gravity boys of all things who was expecting this out of nowhere and this was a very fun little trip down memory lane oh my goodness uh, yes but now as everybody knows all the big long-term a gravity boys fans out there a uh, very popular series <laughs> I'm not throwing shade, I actually really did like it, but I mean, it ended in chapter 50 back in January, and everybody thought that was it, but I, you know, I wasn't expecting a, a comeback with this nice little final chapter, but we did get in Jump Gaiga, which is like in Japan, every couple of months, this big issue that comes out, I think they did get a, a, a nice bonus, a Gravity Boys chapter, and that's what this is, that's what I think this is. Anyway, and uh, and it, it was translated and then added onto the app for us, which is very nice. I mean, that that's a nice little bonus for all the Gravity Boys fans. But really, that is that is what it is. It's just a nice little bonus getting the gang back together. The boys are back in town here. We get Chris and Gerald uh, and Baba Zulagi with his wacky hair. I don't know. He's got like the rock star look going on now. But the thing is, they got to wait. Saga is the leader, but they have to wait till we get him at the end. It was time travel shenanigans. They're all back on Earth now, but because of time travel shenanigans, Saga has to travel back and they have to wait for him to get back. But in the meantime, we're going to get, obviously, I look at all the crazy crazy side like this book had nuts side characters this book was bananas and we <laughs> we get to see some of them we get to see the baseball alien dudes remember them and and even little chocolate the little otter dude uh, with his robo legs oh jeez and even monica the gem monica the gem shows up as well so bada bing I was happy to see Monica. Uh, and of course, who could forget the, the spiritual penis form? Uh, the, the, you remember? It was really nuts. Like, they had this spiritual penis dudes showing up. Uh, I was very odd. Lustro was the dude that showed up. He was the spiritual penis form of Grizzlow's uh, penis. I don't even know if I'm comfortable saying all this stuff, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> we get to see all the other spiritual forms showing up here, and it's it's just frankly uh, incredible. Just uh, nobody was expecting this, and it came out of nowhere. But even with all that wacky stuff, I did like at the very end. It's kind of wholesome. At the end, it, it wraps up and it comes up full circle because at the very end, they're all setting out and they're all getting ready to go. They want to go exploring back on the planet a Jumbro, and that's where the wacky adventure all began. It was chapter one. They all landed on a Jumbro, and now they're going to go and they're going to get exploring all over again. So it's nice a full circle bookend here. Uh, and really, I think for fans of A Gravity Boys, uh, the millions of fans of A Gravity Boys that exist out there, uh, I think they're going to be happy. I mean, I was happy. It was a nice little trip down memory lane, seeing all sorts of wacky, wacky stuff, and just you know, it was it was a nice, nice, good chuckle, and it was a nice little ride. So, and to get it all added onto the jump app uh, was a nice little surprise as well. So, I could go solid eight out of ten for this. Uh, very goofy, but a lot of fun as well. So that is the end of Luke's lightning round this week. We have some niche books, we have some goofy books, and we have some punchy books there as well. Oh my goodness. So uh, that's it. And now it's time to go back to the main show. All right, and here we are to end things with two books. Oh. Two books here that we enjoy. We do. Uh, the first one is Sakamoto Days, Chapter 24. What is it called, Luke? Now, did you see the title for this one, Jim? Because I did. They are there throwing us for Luke. Go, are you going to go Assassin's <laughs> oh, Science? No. Are you going to go Assassin's Time science oh, or by science. Ten science. Oh my ten <laughs> science. But yeah, you end up having assassins versus science yes. or with science. But basically what we get is a video game. You said to me before mm-hmm. we started this, you end up having Shin and Mr. Sakamoto. They're going to try to find Lou. And unfortunately, we don't get much of Lou. I was really hoping we get more Lou. That's you know? what I wanted. Because yeah. if you remember last chapter, we really loved it. The mm-hmm. idea of the reuniting Oh, yeah. much the dad the figure with Shin, mm. all these things going on. You don't get much of them. We we end up having full out Shin Sakamoto here, where this is like a video game. We end up seeing that dear assassin, right? Oh. This guy ends up and, and we get we already knew that they were there to try to up their game. Yep. You know, and this is Kashima. He names himself oh. even and says, We're there because guns and knives are passe. Look at me. I look like a deer, not in the headlights. And also, I don't need the guns and the knives. Oh I want to have the brain power. Oh, geez. And so what you end up getting, and you, it, it spells it out. Yep. You end up getting a floor plan, a diagram of, you know, these levels, where they are, where you have Lou, where you have the big bosses down in the very bottom basement field. But mm-hmm. they're going to have to fight through, you know, the levels. There's a boss at each level. I mean, it really plays out. They also... You're having a cool deal. You see the dinosaur bones up above. They've already done that. But But yeah, they're going to rescue Lou. And with that, some of these scientists that are there are like, what are you you doing? Just get out of here. Just leave. Go. But they're not going to leave their Lou behind, right? Yeah. So pretty much this chapter then, they hear the guys coming. They hide in the lockers. And what's funny about this is that's very Metal Gear Solid-esque to hide in there. And... When you get this boss, very Metal Gear right? Solid-esque. This feels like one of them great, like, you remember the dude that, with the bees? Like, this, this is straight out of Metal Gear Solid, this Exactly. Dude. That's what it reminds me oh, of. Because this guy shows up. He is creepy as all heck. Yeah. He has needles, syringes in his back, and then is sipping a, what I think is a blood pack, a blood, th- like a juice box. And he just comes in. 
but there's not that much to this. Mm. He comes in and says, hey, anybody got a pen? And then stabs the guy through <laughs> with the pen and then says, who else has a pen? And unfortunately, Shin, who's hiding, he can't hold back. He can and ends up, he reveals himself, attacks, throws his pen, all these things going on. And then the gag through half of this is that Sakamoto can't get his <laughs> fat butt out of, out of the locker. And so it is Shin versus this guy. But this guy seems to know everything about Shin, doesn't mm. even care, of, like says, we don't really need you, so I'm going to take care of you. But is able to flip a switch in Shin's brain. That ends up giving him the backwards word talk. Oh my goodness! Uh, like you have Zatanna. Oh, DC Comics. That always drives me nuts. But they you know, give you the bracket. I like the way they give you the I brackets. The minute I saw that, I sent it to Eric. He loves it <laughs> because you can still read the backwards stuff. But if it doesn't you want. take you twenty minutes to figure it out. And that's what happens. Mm. That always pulls me out of an issue you when go. you do this because you're there. And also the idea of. Which way they're going to do it Because you end up having the sentence there Are they going to go right to left, left to right Are they going to reverse it really Mm -hmm. or not Like everybody does it different I don't need to struggle With Shin saying go to hell (laughs) I like to see it But you also know that he's speaking backwards That's the whole thing You You don't hear it so why does it matter It doesn't It it shows you that it's, that's all I need. And mm. I want to know what he's saying without me sitting there. And I'm telling you, I'm the worst with it. I'm like, I do yeah, each line. Chow che, I'm like, what's going on? Uh, but yeah, he's fighting this crazy guy. And it just kind of goes, you have some fights. And then Sakamoto shows up and just punches the crap out of the guy. But then the guy is able to then make it so that Sakamoto's playing like almost bizarro deal oh as well. Where, and, it's not real clear at point. You even said, what the heck is he doing by the end? Mm. I mean, we're almost done. There's not <laughs> much to this, right? This chapter. Uh, but yeah, you end up having Sakamoto in what I think is a take almost like we, we haven't gotten it really since the very beginning that where every time Shin would read Sakamoto's mind, Sakamoto was thinking about killing him. And you'd have Shin like, why are you thinking of this? Like all that in this you get the gag where Sakamoto has to do the opposite. So to hit this bad guy, he has to pretend in his mind that he's hitting Shin. This is the only way it's going to work. Shin's upset because why are you punching so hard? If in your mind you're trying to punch me, it's just reversing. Like the idea that he won, he wants to wallop Shin. But y- you get at this point, the gag still is fun, but you know that Sakamoto loves Shin and oh, yeah. Shin loves Sakamoto. And the three of them with Lou involved, too. Happy They're such is. a great team and, mm. and stuff like that. So pretty much, though, this guy just yells wacky stuff. You get some of that cool motion, very quick things, even though this guy says to Sakamoto, like, you're, you're really out of shape. You're <laughs> kind of fat. You're slow, whatnot. But, yeah, that's where at the end Shin's like, why are you punching him way stronger now when he has to pretend he's hitting Shin? But, <laughs> and I, I'm guessing that if I'm this bad guy, I'm flipping that switch there, boom, and he's going to lay out <laughs> Shin at that last oh, second. Yeah. He'll switch into it. But even so, that's it. That's, that's, that's it. the whole chapter. Quick I mean, chapter. It's, it's going to be a quick section <laughs> with that. But, yeah, I still – I'm giving this an eight. That's kind of our – an eight to us is the solid thing. You get uh, what you came for. You might, it didn't elevate anything. It didn't advance things. I was upset we didn't get more Lou and, and the scientist mm. that's going to end up apologizing to Shin. 
Um, but you needed kind of something going on here to show what they're doing. I said, even though when I said afterwards, I thought it was kind of a weird thing because I said the last it, chapter, you didn't get a lot of Shin and Sakamoto. Well, you got a lot of Shin because it was flashbacks. I meant more in the current thing. Mm. So it's good to see what they're doing. And they're, they're going to, you know, each of them going up a level. I just don't need this each week. I think it's a cool concept with the boss level mm-hmm, and stuff, mm-hmm. but I don't need four of these chapters. I hope what we get, like, and they could really do, they could do something interesting here with this Kishima, this dear dude. Because a lot of the times with Sakamoto days, you get like the cool, like, you know, the cool face-offs with like these quirky design characters, but there's not a lot of meat on the character boats. You know what I mean? Like they look cool, but there's not much. Like, with yeah, what's this, up with this guy? Needle's dude looks cool, but he's got nothing going on. You know what I mean? No, he's got nothing so going on. So if we on. had like a month of that, four chapters back to back with these cool, like admittedly they're cool looking dudes, but if they have nothing going on more than their looks, that's going to be. Was that the problem at points that we were thinking we were getting at the amusement park? That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, you did hang there a little too long. Now I'm looking at the, the thing. You end up having, you know, if you end up having Lou going up at the same time that Shen and Sakamoto are going down, mm. you can end up taking care of these floors. Speed it up. Next day, you'd end yeah. up taking, you know, what they, Lou and her crew take care of the boss on B3. That'd while be good. Shen and, you know, the next deal. But even so, I don't know that I need an extra chapter of this either, because like you said, the, the big thing is Kashima, the deer head deal, mm. all this. Mm. Also, the reunion with the you know scientist and shin mm. all this going on i don't want another i didn't mind as much the amusement it started getting a little long yeah but having that again will will bother me it would feel like we're falling into the same trap again yeah you know what i, I mean? don't i don't need that i mm. i don't and it's time like we've already gotten what we needed from this whole arc really right. and, and i'm not saying i'm saying that the setup you end up oh, seeing yeah. shin's origin and you want to apologize to his father. You're like, get out of here and do that. Considering how how high we were on those scores, you know, and, and on those chapters, it'd be a real shame if we dropped back down. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, and I really don't want to go below an eight on this because mm. I, you know, and I'm not saying this chapter. I'm at an eight for this, but I'm right. saying the series itself because I really do enjoy it. I love Shin, one of my favorite characters of all the characters we're reading. Uh, but yeah, this kind of ends up like, ooh, you start to get a little worried, right? Yeah. About that whole deal. What would you give it? I could match the eight. If we get like two or three more, we could be seven sixes. And I yeah, hope and I we don't, don't get there. Do that. You I know don't what I mean? Get that far. We yeah. need a we need a real strong chat. I need I need something next next week that like, oh, that's what like there we're you back. Go. You know what I mean? The kicker. I thought we were going to get that with Lou, but it seems like we're going the other way. You know, and I'm worried. And that's what I'm worried about, too, because yeah. you're right. It did seem that way. There you go. Now we're going to go to a book that normal people would say that we should have been bored with uh, oh, all the we're time. We're never bored I, with this. I'm never bored with it. But oh, I like this, this chapter. And it's, don't blush, Sakame-san, mm-hmm. one of our gems of, of books. <laughs> it is chapter 19. Uh, does it have a title? Oh. It has a lot of talk on the front, like, you know, I hope my voice reaches you as you're doing your best. We'll, we'll claim that that. But with this, it's one of those. I don't need any progression here. I just need cute little moments. Well, a big development happens by the end of it. What I want it more of, though, because at one point, seemingly, we're seeing the greatest friends of all time <laughs> in the crowd cheering on 
you know, the steel, but I need more mm. of that. I, I This chapter actually has a, a weird deal where you said a huge thing happens, right? Whoa. But I don't get that thing at the end that I could send you the idea, except for what I put in the comments. <laughs> but that's not even the greatest either because oh. – Takadano, he is so happy with himself because he's kind of an athletic guy, it seems. Mm-hmm. And he's able to do things. So he thinks, I'm going to really impress oh. you know, Sukenai-san while I end up doing this. Well, while he is doing things on, I don't even know what they're doing, stilt races and <laughs> unicycle races. <laughs> Whatever sports festivals is. And you end up having the friends, Takadano's so agile. That's an amazing dust club. Then they say it again. But that that's all I could come up with with this is that's an amazing dust club. We don't get you know, laundry pole. No, we, we no don't gems get like that. The gems like that. The, the wingman door. We, we don't oh. end up a banana painting. Banana painting. You know what I mean? I do like the kid who keeps on like he's saying magenta instead of magenta, and then he says avocado. <laughs> and, and the best is that it's like you know, like avocado instead of avocado, <laughs> and then you end up having, I guess it's Takadano or no, some other guy's like, what? It's not avocado. Like he's confused. <laughs> but you get the you get the wholesome gem yep, deal of yep. it. I just didn't get the thing to grab onto oh. the, to really laugh and and really sum up the chapter like we do. Except maybe high five because oh. they end up where he's good at the sports. Weird sports. I don't know. You know, nowadays, I bet you wouldn't even be able to have a unicycle race. Somebody's oh going to get hurt and sue. <laughs> and Sakemi's son, she's a good runner. She's mm-hmm. pretty fast. It looks like long distance running. And everybody's cheering everyone on. And this is where, again, Takadano, this is a step for him even at the beginning here where he's right in front screaming. You can do it, Sukeme-san. She looks over, blushes, and takes off like a shot. <laughs> I mean, she's like a, a cannonball. But boom! They even like, man, she's the holy crap. She's like a race car. Never seen her run that fast. Well, she wins by far. She pretty much laps everybody <laughs> because she was embarrassed. And she's going down the line. Everybody's, you know, giving her high five. She's high fiving, and you end up getting. And I saw somebody in the comments of like the look of when you realize that you done messed up because <laughs> they end up in the middle of. A high five, they, but everybody's watching. Do you see those people in the in the background oh. where they see them? Like, what are these two doing? Because they won't touch. They won't do the thing. They do, and then run off. Both of them take off, and then you have these people. Oh, and I think those are the <laughs> gems. Actually, oh, when gems. I see them now, where they're like, "Oh my god, thank God, that that's it. That's the chapter." Pretty because much. she ends up then doing some cheerleading. You end up having Takadano. He's right in the front. He's all oh, our hands touch. She's whatever. all dressed up for the cheerleading. Very oh my militaristic. That's the way they do. Like they have the cheer squads in Japan, and it, and they have the drums and everything here. And they look like they're heading off the war. Oh my goodness! Right? Like go go magenta. You have all <laughs> that going on. We can do it, magenta, magenta. So cool. Hey, and they're going yelling, fight, and that's it. Where Takadano's like, so it's so cool. Being able to watch them, it's very wholesome. And then I can't take my eyes away. Usually that phrase at the end is the fun thing, right? You'll have it like, and she won the prize when when it was the banana painting. Or, and he thanked his best friend, the laundry pool. pool. (laughs) And this is just like, I can't take my eyes away. And then they're all yelling. And then the afternoon event started. So you go. And that's kind of like the way they play this. It's Mm. a slice of life deal. Um. But yeah, one of the things that kills me with this is 
I said that when we first, when I first started reading, and even when we were talking about on the shows and whatnot, I had a mini manga review where mm. every week you get just enough, right, to keep you going. This two-week schedule is killing me. That's killing I me. I don't know that there's enough each one for two weeks, and you see on the manga plus it's slipping. The comments the are rankings. dropping. Yeah, the yeah. comments are dropping because I think that something like this, you have to keep that momentum up, mm. even if nothing happens in the chapter, but even more so then. You need to keep going each Monday. Boom, boom, it comes out. You start, But it's one of those where I've even started losing track of which Monday. I almost forget what, like, when it's dropping, you know. And I'll tell you something. really like reading it and talking to you about it, uh, but I'm starting to lose track of it. Yeah. What, what were you saying? I'm saying, like, you know, another ch- another chapter that shows up on Manga Plus, another series, uh, Hokkaido Gals are super adorable. That's on a two-week schedule as well. And but I'll tell you what, I think that keeps its popularity up because number one, it has the longer chapters and and like there's more of a deeper story going on there. But I think what's happened is with these two weeks and because it's so short, you know, and people are the novelty is starting to wear off a little bit on mm-hmm. people. I think That's, and it sucks because I, I really still like it. But yeah, yeah. when and it was the, once a week, it was it was and that it was, was just like, enough. That was perfect. Yeah. And it was one of those where. All the chapters, like most of them, hit on Sunday. Mm. You end up reading those. It was just a nice little treat on yeah. Monday. You know what I mean? It's all by itself, pretty much. I go to the Manga Plus. They have all the chapters there, so you don't even have to you know, subscribe to anything. You can read these. They're so quick. But it was just enough. That we, I get to the end, like, oh, man, I can't wait till next Monday. I get that little bit, that little teeny bit that always is wholesome and always puts a smile on my face. But every two weeks, there's not enough. Even when I said to you, Catching up on High School Family, which for the longest time had the same 11-page chapters. Mm, These are mm. real small chapters. But even that, I think they thought, okay, well, we got to do something more because even a weekly deal, 11 page, so they upped it to 15, which took me nuts because I'm trying to catch <laughs> up. But it's you, you get that little bit more. I see even that's deeper than than this. And like that's saying something because it's High School I'm Family. You, and, you know? and I'm in the States. <laughs> what this ended up being, and it still kind of is, I, mm. I will say, but it is as I like to go with the, it's the Little Caesars oh. of a chapter or a book because – it's 11 pages. It's wholesome. Not a lot happens. So you're not expecting too much. So when you do get that w- moment where you're smiling or laughing, you're satisfied it's because you're not expect. But when it doesn't go, it, like this chapter didn't hit with me as much, but what am I expecting? It's there only 11 deals. So it's always going to be something I like that two weeks is killing it. it really yeah, you don't is. have to wait two weeks for Little Caesars, do you? you know? No, I can't get away for longer. They shut the Little Caesars oh, down no. in our town. <laughs> that thing was a piece of crap. Oh, my that goodness. place deserved to be shut down. Oopsie, doopsie. Uh, again, anybody want to go look up Quakertown Little Caesars on either Facebook <laughs> or Yelp? Oh, my goodness. You'll see how bad horror stories from that place. <laughs> but here we are at the end where you get it. Oh, I couldn't take my eyes off. It's still, I think that maybe this is the springboard that I'm saying it better be yeah. because it's at that point. We have 19 chapters. Not a lot has happened, but it's wholesome. You like it. You like the little deal. They just did the high fives, right? We got to step it up. Somebody- Even you see those two watching. Like I would like to see if like, and we always say, it's the side characters that are, are like always I the need baguette guy to come and give them. We, we, here's see your baguette. Well, what I, I think what you need at this point, you need a third thing. You need Something somebody else. to show up. You need a new 
girl that shows up mm. in Takadano. Oh my God, look at her. And then you'll see, or you need Sakeme to be hanged almost like the blue box. You need that Hyru character to Some start things, yeah. to start things going, start getting things going. You can't just have these little because of the two weeks. And I would really say, please, if you're listening, the creator. I, I could look at it. I, oh, yes. Please, 15 pages. You, you got to do something. If you're going to do it every two weeks, you know, you got to up the page count a little. Not not a, too much, but you got to give us something more. You, you got to up it up. Or else this is going to end up being a book that sadly we'll stop talking about because it's kind of now we're oh. still talking a lot again because I'm desperate to, you know, get it better. And because by. the creator, Shiguri Tokile, is clearly going to be listening to us. clearly listening oh, and yes. knows that I have my uh, my ear to the pulse of the streets, there you I go. do. But yeah, <laughs> that, that's just my whole deal with it. I think that this is a book that me and you talk about because it, it tickles our fancy. Oh, I, indeed. This is not going to end up, oh my God, Luke, because we put Don't Blush the Keme Sun, we're the best you know, most downloaded That's not podcast. The big heavy hitter. Oh, <laughs> we put it here because we do like it. This is almost like at the end, our little thing for ourselves to go. Uh, yes. And I hope that some people have checked it out, but it is slipping. At one point, it was in the top ten mm-hmm. in the manga plus, which seems so crazy. You know what? It was week to thing. week. That yeah. there was such a yeah, buzz for it. Yeah, it was. Know? And then. All of a sudden, the only reason I ended up reading it at first was because it was in the top ten. There you go. Deal. Now it's nineteen, and just like uh, the chapter, yeah, it's, it's slipped. But uh, I'm going to give it a seven out of ten. Okay. I might even go seven five because it is our little thing. But I can't, I can't say that this is a solid eight like uh. the rest of the ones we did. Um, but again, I don't expect it to do much. But it's starting. It needs something. It needs mm, some mm. jolt. Uh, but what go. would you give it? I could match. I could go seven point five. Yeah, yeah it, I'm gonna go spinning wheels needs to get going. I'd say it does. Oh it boy, does. What is your book of the week? Oh, that's a tricky one. Yeah, mm. it is. I, 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 my highest scores were Witch Watch and uh, Candy Flurry of all things. Uh, was, yeah. You know what? Witch Watch. I would say I'm going Witch Watch as well. Witch I Watch really chapter liked 15. it. That was a strong chapter, and Boom. if you, it, it's one of those where if you like that, it, it's so much potential. Oh my goodness! What could happen? This is uh, a game changer. It is. I I agree. I really really did like it, which oh. is going to lead to oh. what my gem of the week is. But you oh go first. Goodness. What is your gem of the week? We'll see if we have the same one. No, we do not have the same one. No, I'm going to be don't. a little bit different. I'm going to say it was movie. From uh, okay. from undead on uh, crying okay. every chapter. That is true. Tears of joy at the end. Absolute yep. gem. Yeah, oh absolute goodness. gem indeed. <laughs> but mine is actually Nemo from Boom. the Witch Watch. I thought she was great, and it's so funny. I love the idea that she was supposed to be the villain or the antagonist, <laughs> and yet still a gem. So I have to give her full wow. credit for that. So that's that. Thanks everybody for listening once again. We hope that you enjoy the podcast here going through these books each week please follow us over at twitter at weird manga also if you want to hear more of us yuck yucks talking about things you can go over to our patreon and give us a little you know heads up shout oh, out oh, uh, go there and it's patreon.com slash weird science manga where you can get early access to 14 episodes of the manga monday they'll stay those same 14 i think because this coming up week we are planning, speaking of gems, oh my we're planning on doing chapter one of Metalist Hot Off the Press. Hot off the, the press. volume just came out. And, and a little shout out, too, to everybody. 
I was glad that it was kind of a cool week too for Undead Unluck because the volume came out. The first volume go, came out as well. So that's a, a thing that if you want to go catch up or do that, you can grab the volume of that. Um, but yeah, we're going to be talking Medalist on Monday. We have a email that we're going to be having oh. on Monday as well. Our man Stork ended up sending in an email. He is full out. Hashtag Team Luke, like oh, a love jerk. Oh, like my goodness. Jerk. And also has some suggestions <laughs> oh. for a variation of a Long Island iced tea. For oh, you yes, please. Slips. So we will see what Delicious. that's all about on Monday. But we're also going to be back on Friday with the anime show, as we always do. Mm-hmm. You ended up telling me what we would do. I completely forgot. forgot. Uh, do you remember what it is? <laughs> Yeah, we're going to do the SSS Gridman. Yeah. SSS Grim something. Gridman. A lot of, uh, some, some mecha stuff. They're robots. The robots, right? Yeah, the there converters. you go. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to do that this coming up, Brandy. Right? And yeah, and you'll Easy have busy. your. Do you know uh, and oh. right now what you're going to be doing on your uh, podcast this Saturday? Okay, so I was know? thinking, now bear with me, but I was okay. thinking I was going to do that. You know that other one that the uh, the creator of the the saucy shenanigans yes. that was uh, Ayakashi Triangle, Kentaro Yabuki. He yep. had his other series in Shonen Jump, Black Cat. Black I didn't have Cat. any black cats in it, but I'll try it anyway. You know, but you're gonna try that. With you big. told me it was like gangster shenanigans. I'll tell you, there was nothing saucy I still going think on. It's just bad luck. Is the black? Yes, oh, maybe. 50 pages. Oh, there we go. Okay. But yeah, you're going to be doing that as well. So check out all that. Subscribe to the podcast and rate and review us as well if you would so be kind to do that. But yeah, subscribe. Then you'll know when all these hit. We have all these four shows a week. So you can check that out. So thanks, everybody. Thank you, Luke. As always, everybody keep going. And as I want to (laughs) say at the end, I told you that I now just because shout out. Shout oh. out to the Toilet Boys. There you, you know, go. Everybody go up right now and take <laughs> your dump in peace. Bada so bing. we'll see you in a couple days.